0: Heresy and betrayal, these are the words being used to describe the treachery of the war master Horus and his three brothers, Mortarian, Fulgrim and Angron, against the innocent hive world of Istvan III. Once a flourishing planet, now a wasteland, desolate and lifeless, after the Emperor's favored son unleashed the Imperium's greatest weapon, the deadly Life Eater virus. However, all is not lost. Some valiant legionaries survive, the onslaught thanks to some quick thinking and a timely warning. Hidden deep within a bunker under the Coral City, these legionaries broadcast the truth across the galaxy. Forever hunted, they have vowed to broadcast as long as possible and remain free. Radio Free Istvan.
1: What's going on, Radio Free Istvan listeners? Welcome to Radio Free Istvan, a Horace Heresy 30K podcast. You're actually listening to episode 29 of Radio Free Istvan. 29, Ryan. Oh, yeah, by the way, I have a co host Ryan here. My (laughs) name is (laughs) Michael. What's up, guys? How do you feel about that? How do you feel about
2: 29 episodes, man? It's
1: it's it's getting up there in number.
2: Yeah. I've only been on for like twenty three. I mean, twenty two pretty reasonable episodes yeah yeah we've stuck to it i'm pretty proud i'm pretty happy with it
1: like i think we're like we're we're in this like pretty pretty good little like i don't know working relationship here where we keep keep them coming keep each other motivated we have good conversations i always like talking to you you know like i never get tired of of talking to you over the 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 airwaves no i look forward to this I'm addicted to it. It's very enjoyable. Apparently, people in New Haven, California, really like it. And I've, have you seen anybody on the, any Horace Heresy group from New Haven or or California in general? I haven't seen any California meta or anything like that. I know about Colorado and about Washington.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. I have no clue.
1: I know you people are out there like wondering, like, why is this guy talking about New Haven? Because I was going through all our listener analytics, and like apparently we have a lot of listeners in California, and I just want to know who you guys are. Like I just want to know where the, those those guys are coming. Where are you, where you guys are coming from? Send us a message. Like shoot a little flare out. Start a thirty k California group. Yeah, oh, there, there there is a California. Well, no, there is a thirty k group, but it's like it's like the uh, the West, the Southwest group, or something like that, right? I don't know. Yeah that well. But yeah, I'm really interested in knowing who those people are. It's, it, oh no, that's Northwest 30K Legion United. That is not what I'm talking about. I don't know. I'm really interested in knowing who these people are. It's driving me crazy not knowing. Because <laughs> I want to know what that California meta tastes like. What are they using over there? Is that all Medusas?
2: Could be. Could be all of them. I don't know. Anyway, how's how's your day
1: going, Ryan? How's It's going how's great, man. Up? No, you want to talk what? about your your anniversary? You wanna bring that up? Free
2: uh time? yeah, it's my uh 6 year. Well, actually, yesterday was my 6 year wedding anniversary. But uh we kind of I took off work uh today and tomorrow. Um just because we had some other crap going on this weekend. So we kind of like spread it out. So we're like kind of celebrating it over the course of two or three days. So the official date was yesterday, but uh, we, I took her uh, out for lunch and dinner and shopping today. So we had a good time.
1: What a gentleman. What a, what a gentleman. Six years of happiness. Just, man, I I see, I see why she sticks around.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh so, that's what you did today. I worked. Kind of sucked. But whatever. You know. What can you do? Uh, so, man, I guess let's just jump right into it. Just just hop on the band here, on the wagon here. What
2: kind of hobby progress are you looking at, bro? Well, I painted some Blood Angel Javelins. So, I'm working on a, a squadron of javelins for Adepticon. So, I got one... I had one already completed um, before I started, so I painted a second one. So now I have two fully completed, and then I'm about halfway through the third. So that's what I worked on this week painting-wise. And then I also went through and made photocopies of all the Zone Mortalis rules for 30K and created this handy-dandy uh, zone mortalis cheat sheet where i don't have to drag around an 80 pound 280 pound uh, black books and flip back and forth just because some of the zone mortalis rules are in book um two i think it's two and then the other ones are the blood and the void one maybe in book four or something like that maybe five i can't remember but it's in two separate uh books so and then why i was doing it i went ahead and did the victory is vengeance uh tactical strike rules and put them all in this little binder and uh, got all that ready to go. So I'm
1: pretty sure that our group has not played an appropriate game of some Mortalis yet. Like we haven't used the stratagems like we should, like there's just a bunch of things we haven't done properly. Like every once in a while we'll do like the cool, like doorway airlock ceiling and stuff like that, like with the random effects. But I really wish we would play with stratagems a lot more.
2: Yeah, you kind of need to. It really brings a lot to the game, but that's how... We've been playing it the the proper way for a long time. Um, we... Now, what we have been doing is just playing, because they have... They had Zone Mortalis rules out long before 30k came out, so we've been playing with just the 40k Zone Mortalis rules, which there's only... There's very minor changes. There's a few difference in the stratagems, and um, the... Uh, was, the 30K version has a few more missions, but what, 99% of it's the same. So that's why I made this little uh, booklet, uh, so that we can start playing 100% official 30K Mortalis. That's dope. I'm trying to think of like if
1: we missed anything in the event, like the, the table that we were playing on, but I don't think we did. No, probably not.
2: I, I made that pretty... Like, for the event, I made it pretty simplified. Like, I didn't put terrain in it or anything like that where it would be weird. I
1: was kind of thinking, like, because we did reaction fire in there. We did. Yeah, we we, we pretty much got everything. We did shred. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, we we definitely need to start playing. Like, I think here coming up pretty soon, we're going to start seeing a lot more zone mortalis going on in our area. Just because of the Prospero box, a lot of people are buying the Prospero box, mm-hmm. and we've you know basically told people like you know if you if you're looking to get in, this is a way to start getting your feet wet, like start learning the rules and everything, is to actually play Zone Mortalis because we actually have the you know Zone Mortalis table with all that jazz, and right. so it's like you know get a game in with us, it'll be real quick you know quick you know forty five minute to an hour game, learn the rules, learn how to play, and then just get her get her done so i feel like a lot of especially over the winter break you know once people start getting their christmas presents and then after stiff i feel like there's going to be quite a bit of uh quite a bit of new players in our area we actually have <laughs> a uh one of our like local like kind of it's kind of like a magazine for like a local area magazine yeah uh, they're doing an article on us, like, on TFL in Victoria. Yep. And we just found out yesterday that they want to have the cover. They want to have, like, the two main ladies that are, like, that that run the magazine. They want them to be modeled up as, like, sisters of battle. And they want, like, our army surrounding them. And that's going to be, like, the cover. Like, a bunch of, like, armies. Like, a bunch of, like, Solar Ox, My Blood Angels, like, Chris's, uh... Uh, word bearers, like, all coming into a circle in the middle, and they will be, like, two Sisters of Battle with, like, they're, they, I don't know, they had, like, this whole idea set up of what they want to do.
2: Huh. That's kind of cool.
1: As, as, like, their their cover. And so, like, I bet you, like, you know, that gets shipped out to, you know, thousands of people. So I'm pretty sure they're going to get a lot of, like, what
2: the fuck is this game?
1: What's going on here? Yeah. That'll so, be cool, for sure.
2: Yeah, The only, see- uh, the only other thing I did, I guess, I don't know if it's hobby progress or not, but I recorded uh, an episode of I've Horus with Tim. So, uh, I finally got on there to do the Michigan GT coverage, and then he went to an event, so we talked about his event, and then we talked about a little bit about the event that you came to up here, the Circle City Heresy. And then we threw some UFC talk in there too because we had just both watched UFC 205 the night before. Heck so yeah. there's some there's some UFC <laughs> analysis in there too. So, heck yeah, dude, that's exciting. So that was it. So that's that's all my hobby progress for the week. What'd you do?
1: Well, well, for starters, if you're listening out there, go listen to I Have Horace and go hear out Ryan, or just go just go listen to I Horse in general. You'll have a good time either way. Even if, this, even if this episode isn't out yet. But as far as what I did, man, I put together some tactical marines. Blood Angel tactical marines. Uh, I've got about nine of them assembled. I put together four Sisters of Silence just to do it. Um, there wasn't any real reason why I put them together. They're my sister, Sisters of Silence. I put together the little Flamer, little Flamer version girls. Just because oh, cool. I wanted to see, just because I want to see how they went together, I realized they're a lot more difficult than I thought they were going to be. And if okay, you don't ha- have you put them together yet? No. Okay, make sure you have your instructions nearby because if you don't, you're not going to have a fun time. Okay, it's not one of those things you can eyeball. It's like I
2: always use my instructions. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I can. Me, gave- me and Samson got in a big because we built. Uh, me and David Samson built my uh, silver tower set together. Like literally uh-huh. set across the co- and I had the instructions and he's like cussing and swearing and trying to put the I'm like dude the instructions are right here he's like ah screw those instructions so so you must be on team Samson uh
1: no I I would have used the instructions if I would have had them I gave my Prospero box to my sister and her brother uh, and, and her her husband my brother-in-law yeah but these two sets of sisters are the ones I got from Samson in you know, whenever I trade. Sort of left, uh, yeah, they got them on trade, right. and I was like, "Oh, I'll, I'll put a couple together." And then I was like, "Oh fuck, this is not how you cannot put these together without instructions." Because like their arms are very specific and all that. They have specific shoulder pads and like, yeah. So I got one girl put together, and I'm pretty sure like one girl is just not gonna. Like I glued her arm all fucked up, and I'm like, oh, is, <laughs> I can't, I can't give, I can't give this to my sister. I can't do it. So, but yeah, the rest are okay. I think the three of them are good. One is just not, not hobby standard. It's like <laughs> what a child put together. It's like, <laughs> like, spine a biff at a sister battle or something. But but yeah, man, that's like, dude. I I was so so lean i mean i assembled reassembled some of my drop pods and all that trying to get them back together i did like an emergency reassemble of the drop pods yesterday trying to get some of them like back because on the way back from uh from uh indiana whenever i flew back i loaded them up in my bag and i don't have custom cut foam for them so they just kind of imploded on themselves <laughs> but it really made me realize how important getting the proper foam is, and so today while I was at work, I actually designed up uh, three templates from Battle Foam to cool. uh, to fit my Adepticon my Adepticon list.
2: You waiting for their sale to send it in, or did you already order? Them? I just ordered it. I was like, mm. nah,
1: no fucking around. Because last time I ordered on their sale, I did I did order on their uh, their Black Friday sale. And once you do that, you're pretty much like, don't expect to get your shit for like forever. I think it was, (laughs) I think I ordered November, I ordered Black Friday and I don't think I got it, got my foam or bag until like mid January or something like that. It was a long time, but they, they they pretty much tell you like, look, expect, expect delays. (laughs) But I think, I do think on their Black Friday sale, I do think I'm going to get another 15, 20 pack cool it's just it's just such a nice bag it is a nice bag for sure so but yeah so i yesterday me and josh played and so because we played i had to like get my drop pods somewhat back together (laughs) and that was a whole nother story i definitely had to get my dreadnoughts moving and all of their arms were just like broken off i'm missing a claw for my my uh my Legion Dreadnoughts, so I had to get them rolling, yeah, it was so bad. But they're back together, they're, they're, cool. they're back together, and they were doing their fucking work, so, but yeah, that, that was my hobby progress, that's, that's where I was. Yeah, man, I just realized we didn't even, like, bring up what we're gonna be talking about this episode, and that, I guess we just kind of skipped that all around, so, yeah. obviously we're gonna talk about hobby progress. Uh, I can touch base on a game I played yesterday. It was pretty quick. We didn't finish. It was kind of one of those... We'll, we'll touch base on that. Uh, we have a couple new releases that we haven't talked about. The Imperial Knight heads the Custodes tank and then we have some Z- Mortalis help all around that we actually are going to go over this game, this, this podcast. And we have a Bat Rep at the end from a special guest, Mr. Mr. Josh Korich. Uh, he had a Death Guard versus Alpha Legion bat rap that he shared with us and we recorded. And uh, seven turns goes back and forth. It's a uh, it's a good one, man. So so that's what we're gonna talk about. And we already got the the hobby progress down. So I guess now we can we can touch pace on my game I played yesterday with Mr. Joshua Delarosa and his Yes Solar Rugzilla, twenty five hundred points of solar. Ruggzilla. And I was actually really worried about playing this army, to be honest with you. Did I I heard you like he kinda like talked to you a little bit about it, but you kind of A told little him, bit, like, yeah. You you told him don't run
2: incinerators, I think. Well, he was wasn't that he was telling me how great of a plan it was to try to kill Voltrax with them? And I told him how it was not a great plan at all and would not work.
1: <laughs> uh, well, the incinerators did not do a great job. Yeah, for starters, they're not. They're, they 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 sh- they do shoot off. Like Josh loves way to fire with all of his yep. uh, with all of his solar ox. He loves this like straight up overwhelming you with saves and overwhelming you with all that and i could definitely see where that would seem like a good idea against vulture axe because what's that seven fourteen twenty one 21 shots against the vulture axe but it's strength
2: seven. what you need yeah, sixes to hit it yeah and then you need sixes to wound it no fives because you're strength seven going against effective tough eight but flare shield that's what i meant it's tough seven with minus one so it's effective tough eight Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, you're right. Okay, so fives. Yep. I, I don't know why I was thinking it was tough eight, but you And right. then it gets
2: three up saves. Because it's only AP four. Yeah. There's people that send stuff in like that
1: like their ideas on how to take care of ultrax and It's just not there's not a lot of things. Like so like some of them are like, you know Cat take three Castle Axe and take Mauler bolt cannons with the Castellax, just like Really?
2: Like, I'm not going to dump, you know.
1: Well, X you can, but
2: you just start doing the math. I mean, you still need sixes to hit them, and then you start doing, you know, because it it's not strength eight or higher, so then you're going to need, like, sixes to hit, sixes to wound. Then if it jinx, it gets the – and then you start, like, it just keeps knocking it down, your quantity of shots. And, you like, there's just not – there's no – We've went through it. We've went through it a million times. I'm tired of talking about them to be honest. Until we get yeah. the official rules to see what they're actually like. We talked about I talked about it a lot on the Eye of Horus with Tim. So, there's some more Voltrex talk over <laughs> if you want to listen to <laughs> that. It's just like, so. yeah.
1: It really it re- I I really don't see I'm I'm like playing this like just don't worry about it thing because we don't know the actual rules cuz they're still experimental. So just kind of right. mindlessly like go against it. But Anyway, practice game with josh so i played my drop pod. it was 2500 points he was playing that three Lehman L- 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 russ unit of incinerators he had probably like 40 dudes on the board just like militia No, i'm sorry solar ox uh infantry terratios yep. all behind aegis defense line his entire army was behind aegis and then he had a storm lord with a Velatara squad inside of it and two tech marine or tech priest covenants covenants whatever they're called
2: Uh yeah the the the, the squad where you get the tech marines and then all the little servo automata that have uh, grenade, grenade launchers, launchers or whatever that fire I'll tell you the exact name set. of them They yeah. are called They are called uh just servo servo automata that's what they're called Yeah so servo
1: automata with shooting out haywire so he had 10 of those and so it was like 20 altogether because it was two units basically he had in each of those units he had two tech priests yep. and they like ideally he was going to be repairing on a two up like four whole points a turn just just like shitting out yep. repairing all these whole points of turn all this stuff and uh everything was behind this uh this ages so man i deep struck all of my dreadnoughts on one side of the board because it was kind of like okay i'm just gonna stick behind all this cover over here and i deep struck most of my dreadnoughts right next to his uh his storm lord just kind of like just i'm gonna fuck this thing up that's all i was thinking (laughs) like i don't care what happens uh he unloaded most of it like he unloaded the storm lord he unloaded the Lehman rust incinerators everything like that onto my dreadnoughts and he only killed first turn a legion dreadnought and so like that was his first turn of shooting my second turn comes in and my the same cortis that beat the shit out of the (laughs) warhound yeah killed the storm lord like
2: yeah
1: i did a whole bunch of shooting at it with uh with assault cannons on it, and I did its side armor with a, a Death Blossom, got like four whole points off of its uh, side armor with a Death Blossom, and then that Cortis just went in there, just like a fucking, f- like, roided out bodybuilder just on Decca, you know, just like, yeah. just beating the fuck out of this poor Stormlord, and man, dude, if it did not blow that thing up, deal a strength 10 AP2 hit to everybody inside... At that point, I knew the game was over.
2: Like, at that at that yeah. specific point right there. It was like,
1: okay. Good job, Corridor. Well, it gets rid of
2: almost basically all of his reliable anti-tank in the Lord and all the Haywire, and then all he's left, if he's running the Lehman Ruts and Raiders, it's just Strength 7. Most of your Dreadnoughts are Armor 13 on the front, so he can only glance you, and then they're going to get saves and all that shit. So yeah. he's in trouble.
1: You pretty much see how the game went after that. Like, it was just pretty much just... Straight up man, I'm just like I'm so tickled pink at Cortes Dreadnoughts. Like I'm just they're so fun to me. Like once they're once they're free out of their <laughs> out of their drop pod, it's just Well they're cheap bl- too. They're cheap, man. I just I really need because I do like taking Quartus Dreadnoughts. I, I am gonna switch over the assault cannon hands to Graviton. I've detar- I've decided this game that I'm gonna switch
2: over to Graviton. Just- but, but assault cannons are so op michael don't you read <laughs> facebook oh my god they're the best weapon in the game times a even- thousand <laughs> even sorry against- i had to i had oh, to no, dude,
1: i feel you i feel you every time i'm rolling for each assault cannon hand people are like really you get that many assault cannons really they're all rending really it's like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. even ap4 assault cannons versus solar ox is like nothing like whatever well okay. they're behind
2: cover and shit like people yeah. don't they don't factor <laughs> that in they like think that all every time you're shooting these assault cannons like dudes are just standing in a parking lot i guess and you're just, just like getting rendered just getting rented to death it's, like, it's it's so stupid like well here like so you're taking them off your dreadnoughts and putting on other weapons i'm taking them off my predators and putting the last cannons on yeah it's yeah i, know, I mean like, i'm not saying they're bad But all these people that are screaming about how OP it is, it's like you need to play it or play against it or shut up. Like you don't know what the hell you're talking about. There's the only the only unit I can
1: really see. Like the only reason the only unit I want to leave it on is my Leviathan. Salt cannon attack Oh yeah, salt cannon. Well, the Leviathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is my Leviathan and my Daredeo. Like this is the only two units that I I'm gonna keep it on just because the Daredeo can. Intercept with it, whatever. Like versus right. heavy flamers it just doesn't. Well, make that
2: is the weapons that it's replacing, or the other options. Like it's heavy bolter, heavy flamer, or assault cannons. Well, it's obviously yeah. assault cannons in that instance. Yeah. Um. um the the twin link and the same because the other one's what two twin linked vulkite calibers. Yes. See, that's four shots versus the eight shots for assault cannons. So that's another like you're definitely going to go assault cannons there right but like in most other instances it's kind of like eh it's it's a lot it's it's surprisingly like i was surprised at how lackluster it is in a lot of it's so lackluster situations. especially cuz you're paying 15 points per hand
1: and that could be gravitant per hand that could be Melt-A-Guns per hand there's so much that it could be that is just
2: i guess what it is i always run into this instance where I I have to shoot it at vehicles and, you know, there's always a chance that I can roll these rins or whatever, but they just never materialize.
1: Yeah, no, exactly.
2: I was trying. I was trying hard.
1: And that's the thing, man. Like, it's like, uh, that's kind of, because, I mean, I'm always going to find myself charging at vehicles with my my dreadnoughts. And there's every once in a while I will charge against a unit of infantry just, you know, to kill it. But most of the time, I mean me trying to drill a hole with assault cannons into the side of a vehicle just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't ever make sense.
2: No. Well I I've pretty much got I'm down to taking them essentially only on attack bikes. Yeah. Where you can position them
1: in good positions to get like back arm. Because they're because they're
2: so fast I can get around side arc or whatever. And then um It also meshes well because they can also shoot the twin-linked bolt gun on the bike. And then I put my Praetor in there to actually assault as well. So usually I hunt infantry with it so I can shoot you with all that firepower and get close and then assault right afterwards and cut you up with the blade of perdition. Nice. I don't shoot a lot of tanks with it. The problem I'm having with it on Predators is because the Predator cannon shoots 48 and they only shoot 24. And I don't really want to get like, close with a predator because the closer you get the easier it is for them to get side armor on your predator and it's only 11 right so I, I keep I always want to keep it back but then when I keep it back they're always out of range cuz it's only 24 so it's really more of a range thing on the uh, the predators and then the last cannons are just more reliable how you many know, points is the last cannon sponsored? It's 10 points more than the Assault Cannon. It's 40 instead of 30. Okay. So, I'm running a mixture. I'm not pulling it off all the tanks, but I am, like, running some. Because when you run Armor Breakthrough, like, I'm doing, your tanks are your scoring units. So, I need, like, backfield, you know, stuff. So, it's like, I found that, like, oh, I keep this Predator back, but then the Assault Cannons are always out of range. So, I'm going to try to run a mixture, put some last cannons back in. But, um, yeah, I just, I've been, like, everybody, like, for as much whining as there has been about it, like, you see people bitch about it, that, in my opinion, don't know what the hell they're talking about. Like, I'm not. know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, assault jam- cannons
1: are definitely not OP. <laughs> no. Yeah,
2: no, just not.
1: So- I, I got a, a new and re-enlisted, like, appreciation for phosphex again, because... And you you tell me this every time, and I get it. Like, I phosphex discharged his his command squad, which was directly next to a normal squad. So, like, basically, I think I got, like, 13 hits on the normal squad and, like, 7 hits on his command squad. And, you know, at strength 6, it's still doubling them out, so they're not getting any, you know... Strength 5. It Strengths 5 on phosphex Charger?
3: Yep. Yep.
1: Oh, my bad. I cheated Josh then. Either way. But I was thinking about the pain that that does, like, from quad mortars. Because, you know, we still don't have phosphex meta down here. Like, it's not a big thing down here. But, like, just knowing that, like, that was one shot for me, but that could be, like, 12 shots coming from somebody
2: well that could be like three batteries and then each battery has two quad mortars in it so you're getting shot with eight and then eight and then eight
1: and that could come every turn like dude like every turn it remade me like appreciate like fuck dude like this is a thing
2: that i'm probably gonna see at adepticon or i'm probably gonna
1: end up seeing like in the future
2: now granted they're only ap3 not ap2 but it's still just the number of wounds and the fact that they get to move the blast marker and it's a set number of four shots it's not d3 like the fosus charger and it's 36 inches
1: that crawling fire though is like very very rough like, or, well or people like I said that, the, the just
2: being fire. able to move it yeah just being able to move it two inches people don't realize how big that is it's huge yeah it gets you way more hits than you normally would get that's
1: one of the big things especially with like running it on a Levi well running a Phosfex discharge on a Leviathan you fire it off your ballistic skill 5 so yep. you're basically not scattering and then you nope. get that 2 inch just like fuck you well
2: bro. you always use it to drift like cause even if they space all their guys out you can drift it to where that center hole doesn't have to be over the top of a guy where you can put it in to get yeah. a bunch of dudes yeah Josh was packed so
1: tight, it was. I felt like it was like okay, I'm gonna get two of your command squad guys and seven of these. It was so bad. I was like, and eh, most of these guys here is is rough. Yep. I did have a question for you. Displacer yep. Matrix.
2: Do you play against that, or do you use it, or my buddy Scott sent me this. Are you gonna ask if you roll a one, do you fail the save, or do you just go into reserve? Is that exactly, what you're gonna that's exactly ask? Exactly what I was gonna ask. To me, I think you take the wound and then go into reserve, but I could see it either way. I mean, I don't, to me it would be weird if you, on a roll of a one, because then you would only fail on a two, because it's already a three up save. I just can't, I don't, I don't think that that's the case. Well, the issue was, is I hit him with strength seven, Storm Cannon? Yeah, and you roll a one, which would instant kill him.
1: I was telling Josh, I was like, I don't know if this instant. A, I think that you die. I think you just like flat out die because you took the wound. Yeah. But the rule says like specifically like if a roll is won, remove him from the board. It doesn't say you take the wound. It doesn't say like it's weird. I don't yeah. know. It's like
2: it needs FAQ. You can add that to the barbershop quartet slash cake slash whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that came up. But
2: I think he takes the wound.
1: Okay. We we played it. We let we let him go into reserve, but in my mind, I was like, "That dude just got gunched." But
2: yeah, because like I said, otherwise you're only going to fail on a two, and it's it's and it's not that expensive. It's super cheap. But but even then, you're going into reserve. So you go into ongoing reserve, which means you automatically come back the next deep strike, right? Each turn. But all you'd have to do because you can put a ton of boxes in the army, and then he comes in with no scatter around whatever boxes and you just place him down and then he immediately joins the squad. Cause he lands within two inches.
1: <laughs> what a dick. What a dick Marshall. <laughs> like, could you imagine? That's why getting- I don't,
2: that's why I don't think it works that way. I think you still fail to save and then you go into reserve. <laughs> it's so funny.
1: <laughs> it's like he gets his, his whole squad's getting lit the fuck up. It's like, like, not going to stand his ground with his squad. He's just going to get, like, poof, he's just gone. That squad gets lit up, died, and then he's just, like, standing next to another unit. It's like, what the fuck? Where'd you come from? It's like, oh. yeah. We thought you died. No. Get back to get back to the battle, boys. <laughs> he just keeps displacer matricing out of the battle.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It needs FAQ'd. Yeah, for sure.
1: But... But, yeah, man, that, that game was... That, that was a good time. Like, I of felt shitty because once i got rid of the storm lord and everything like that there was just nothing his and like i was kind of like shaming him into the corner with the dreadnoughts like shame shame (laughs) like just like yeah don't don't come near me because i'll kill you (laughs) and they're like yeah what do we do our weapons are useless it's like get back like herding the
2: sheep bro but yeah we talk about uh yeah it, with there's some funny solar ox talk on eye of Horus. oh yeah that i just did oh yeah i told tim i want to play somebody with these the call i called the vulcan challenge where i take just vulcan and a drop pod versus an entire 2500 point solar auxiliary army really yeah
1: what if they graviton the fuck out of you is he immune to haywire
2: He's a guy. He has to f- roll a six. Oh, to fail Vulcan! Sh- oh, okay. I'm
1: sorry. I, I don't know why I was thinking, uh, uh, Cassie and Draco's. Yeah, that's what I heard. Sorry.
2: Yeah. So, so let's think about this. What's their basic gun? Last gun. What strength is that? Three. He's tough. Seven. It can't hurt him. So w- if you if you take uh, what's what's the other basic gun they get in the Terrico? Uh, Volkite? charger yes he halves it rounds it down becomes strength two can't hurt him what's the other gun they get flamer halves it rounds down becomes strength two can't hurt him (laughs) so they gotta use tanks against you yep and then if you look most of their tanks have ap3 weapons on them or worse and he's a two-up armor save and, and they don't get sponsons, so they're just like shooting like one-off shots at this guy. That's pretty easy to hide one model.
1: Vanquisher, vanquisher turret, at you.
2: Yeah, so run. they hit me on a th- they hit me on a three, or they hit me on a four because they're only ballistic skill three. Yep. And then and then they need a three to wound because he's tough seven and it's strength eight, and then I get a three up and vulnerable save against it, and then I have rerollable. It will not die.
1: That's great. I would love to see a game like that. I would love to see that game played. Twenty five hundred points. That's that's crazy that that can that could be an actual game played, and how many points is he? You know, he's four four
2: 415, something like that.
1: Four fifteen, and so like you're basically forfeiting twenty one hundred points. You know. 20, 20 Well, and you 85. don't you
2: don't play like the way the, the stipulation is you play this game and it's just play to the last models removed, like from one side or the other. Oh my god,
1: like 30 turns later, fucking well, I mean, the Vulcan's that just, just covered in the Solar Ox
2: player from just like running from him and getting on all the objectives because obviously, you know what I mean, you have one model that doesn't score. <laughs> so I just it makes imagine the max-
1: Vulcan. Vulcan crying because of the atrocities he's committing. <laughs> just, just beating the last solar ox to, like, the man. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Tim said he would just <laughs> have
2: it's to, like, cruel spam. You would just have to spam out lasers and try to hurt him with multi lasers. Strength six,
1: yeah, I guess. Vulcan's like, quit it. Quit it. He's
2: just, <laughs> that, you said he's in that, a drop that, pod? At tickles, bro. Yeah. So I don't have to, like, run at him. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was funny.
1: Oh, that'd be fucking brutal. I can't think of anything. Not not Solar Ox-wise. I could see some militia doing some work against him.
2: Oh, well, but- yeah. I'm just saying, like, Solar Ox specifically, he's, like, the worst model. That's the one model they do not want to see. Because you figure... Like, say I played my whole Salamander army, you have him, and then another 2,000 points to deal with. Yeah, exactly. You can't even Stormhammer him. Like it's
1: not, it just doesn't... It's just not going to be a good time, man. Solar Ox needs some buffs, dude. They need something fun. Like more Imperial armor or something. I don't know. But yeah that was my game i played it was a good time i had a blast it was a good sunday we did it for that little like, paper article thing that they're doing on us and like we we're trying to explain the game to the uh uh to the i guess the journalist yeah and she was like what is going on here and like me and joshua <laughs> were just trying to play a game and so like we're rolling right. dice i was like oh shit i was like oh yeah by the way it's uh you roll this to... Like, it's it's very weird when, like, you realize you gotta, like, stop and explain, like, everything. And she's all... She's yeah. all... Because she's writing for the article, so she's like, so, like, can you cheat in this game? Like, is there a way to cheat? I was like, yeah. Yeah, there's a way to cheat. And she's like, like, like how? How would you cheat? I was like, uh, some people, like, have, like, special dice that have, like, two fives instead of, like, a two. Like, they replace the two with a five. Like,
2: I'm just like... Try to think of like all these other ways of like people that I like, have known like like you just, just like miswrite your army list where you have more points than your opponent. Um, yeah. you could like roll dice in a shady way where they're like behind buildings or whatever and say they are what they aren't, and then pick them up quickly. I've seen people try to do that shit,
1: yeah, we're we're telling her like you know we've seen some people who like like Coon finger, I believe is the term people use like they'll coon finger their models like an extra inch or so. So like get in range and
2: do the thing where you me- they measure with the tape measure and then as they're like measuring with the tape measure they like push your model back with the tip of the tape measure where they're measuring distance
1: <laughs> that's happened that happened to me at a <laughs> anyway i was salty about that i was like okay i guess i'm gonna have to do this the old-fashioned way anyway <laughs> yeah she's she asking all these like questions that you don't like think that would get asked like, Oh yeah, I guess, you, I guess you could. And then she's asked us like what our painting technique is. And she's like, off the record, how much do you have invested? It's like, we don't go into that. Like, <laughs> I, I do not. <laughs> we don't we, talk about that. I do not want to consider or add this up at all in my head. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's what that, that was that game. <clears throat> So. So yeah, man. Forgeol's got some releases out, huh? Yep, Forgeol. released some stuff for us to see. El uh, Custodius tank. I don't even know what it was called. Some. I feel like I should have been more more prepared for this because I know the data sheet got released too for it.
2: Yeah, I got it right here. Hang on, let me find it.
1: Did they release the data sheet for the 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 other one? The Dreadnought? No, no, no. The, okay, so the one got released that's like the the, the Skimmer Spartan, or the Skimmer Sakaaran. I don't and think then, they did. And then another one got released, which is like the Skimmer, not even a Rhino. It's like a Skimmer. I don't know. It's like, it looks like it only fit like three dudes, what it looks like.
2: Trying to find this thing. surely the people who bought it got the rules yeah what the skimmer tank thing yeah yeah well i was just i was wanting to look up the name and the rules or whatever i thought you had them there
1: the cali it's a Caladeus grav tank yeah that's it is what it's called
2: it's extremely good for its points
1: trying to look right now to see if I got some uh, some rules for it because I had that data sheet but... oh oh here it is Caladeus Custodes tank Calideas grab tank 195 points man Blitz skill 5, front armor 13 side armor 13, rear 11, 3 hole points it's a fast skimmer it's got a twin length lustrum bolt cannon turret-mounted twin-linked Illustis Accelerator Cannon, a flare shield. Damn, it's got a flare shield. And it's got Machine Spirit.
2: It can deep strike,
1: outflank, and it's got grav backwash.
2: Which is minus two to hit it in an assault, so it means you're only going to hit it in close combat on fives. Dirty. It's got
1: Armored Ceramite for 20 points, a Searchlight for one point, and extra armor for five points. That Lastrum Bolt Cannon's 36-inch range, Strength 6, AP 3, Heavy three with heliothermic detonation, which if any target suffers one or more unsaved wound from this weapon and is not slain, they must take an immediate toughness test. If the test is failed, they suffer instant death. If a vehicle suffers a penetrating hit from this weapon, add plus one to the vehicle rolled on the da- the result rolled on the vehicle damage table.
2: So, so it's AP essentially AP two against tanks,
1: yeah. against vehicles. Yeah. The Ill-Assist Accelerator Cannon. Is strength seven, AP two, 60 inch range, heavy three, rending, rapid tracking with heliothermic detonation. So you So don't it's essentially
2: a it's a, it's essentially a three shot strength seven rending AP one gun that ignores jank against vehicles.
1: It's like a badass cigar. Yeah. So why do you have
2: rending I, on a 7.2? Because against armor. Because on a roll of a 6, you go to 13 against an armor pin plus an additional D3. Okay. So it's just for armor pin purposes. Gotcha. My only problem with this thing is... Like, I think it's fine in a vacuum. I'm not really mad at where they put the points level at. Except the fact that they just jacked up the Sakharin. Like, this is only a fair points value if the Sakharin is still only 135 base. The fact that they just jumped the Sakharin up 30 points and then, so by so they kick you in the balls, Fiona Sakharin, by raising it 30 points and then they spit in your eye by releasing this thing that's only 30 points more and is essentially twice as good. <laughs> Brutal. So, to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense for, like, this thing even needs to be... I think it's fine. I I think the points jump for the Sakaran was unwarranted, Um, personally. I thought it was fine before. But I think that this thing, if, like, it's very odd to me that it's not more points based on the fact that a Sakaran's 165 points. I mean, who wouldn't pay 30 more points for, like, the giant handful of extra rules that this thing gets and better armor and flare shield and everything else? Better ballistic skill, better armor. Yeah. Well, it's got a flare shield, so it's effectively armor 14 on the front. It's 13 on the side instead of 12. Um, it's one lower on the back, but who really gives a shit? Um, the guns are just straight better on it. Instead of having a heavy bolter, it's got the strength 6 AP3 version with the special rule where it can cause instant death and become AP2 against tanks. Right. Um, and it's, extra, uh, it's the same range. And then the main gun... Uh, what's a Sakharin is A Sakharin's six shots, right? So it's half as many shots. But mm-hmm. it's AP2 instead of AP4. And then against tanks, it becomes AP1. And then the fact that it's a fast skimmer um, means that it's... And the and with machine spirit, makes it really crazy because you can fire both those guns at different targets. And if somebody hits you, and would stun you, you can still fire a gun at full ballistic skill. Mm. And then it comes comes without flanking deep strike. If you jink, can you use Machine Spirit? Um, I don't know. I'd have to go look up... uh, I got the book right here. Let's look. Because I don't think there's anything in the past that's ever had Machine Spirit that could jink. So that's a good... That's a good call, Michael. I think you can, actually. Jink. When a unit or model with this special rule jink, they declare that it will jink. The decision must be made, blah, blah, blah. At the start of the next movement phase, they may only fire snapshots until their next turn. So, uh, do you have the machine spirit rule in front of you somewhere?
1: I can get it in front of me.
2: Get Get that in front of you. Let me read what snapshots specifically say. I mean, I think you do, because if, I think stunning makes you shoot snapshots as well. So if that's the case, I know for a fact if you're stunned, you could use machine spirit to still fire. So,
1: so this thing snaps- jink all day and still... Fire one gun at full ballistic skill. Possibly. 32 snapshots. I thought I thought the Storm Raven or the Storm Eagle had machine spirit. Looking at machine spirit.
2: If a model is forced to make snapshots rather than shooting normally, then its ballistic skill is counted as being one for purposes of those shots. I believe Machine Spirit says that you fire one gun at a separate target than all the other guns, and it's always fired at full ballistic skill. So, yeah, it would override it. Yeah, and the Storm Eagle has Machine Spirit.
1: Uh, Certain vehicles of the Space Marine Legion, most notably the Land Raider and its variants, are outfitted with a far more powerful whatever. Okay... A vehicle equipped with machine spirit gains the power of the machine spirit special rule. <laughs> That's what
2: it oh, says. okay. I well, hang on. The... <laughs> rule book. All right, hang on. Because I looked up machine spirit, not power of the. Okay. So, in a turn in which the vehicle either moves flat, neither moves flat out, nor uses smoke launchers, the vehicle can fire one or more one more weapon at its full ballistic skill than normally permitted. In addition, addition, this weapon can be fired at a different target to any, to a, in a, maybe fired at a different unit to any other weapons, subject to the normal rules for shooting. So, yes. So, it can jink and still fire one gun at full ballistic skill, and if you stun it, it can still fire one gun at full ballistic skill. Fancy. Yeah. Only 30 more, only 30 more points. Totally legit. (laughs) Well. And I just realized that
1: since the Storm Eagle also has machine spirit, then you could also jink that bad boy. And fire one gun, yeah. I totally never used that whenever I was playing Raven Guard. <laughs> Silly me. So so yeah, that came out. But yep. it's still experimental rules, so maybe they'll uh word bearish dreadnought it for you. Well, like I said, I don't
2: I don't have a problem with it. Like I, I just find it weird. Like I said, it's almost like they're bipolar. Like how do you jack up the points on the Sakaran and then immediately like your next very next book, because they jacked up the points of Sakaran in the last Red Book, and nothing's been released since then. So since that release and this release, they think this is okay, but the Sakaran needed to be thirty more points. <laughs> I don't know. It's puzzling. This is me scratching my head.
0: Like it's I said, good it's good not game me.
2: it's not game it's not game breaking either way. I just think it's weird. Just pointing it out. That's weird.
1: Yeah. Who do you think would win in a fight between a Sakaran and a... <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> just kidding. So another thing came out too. The Imperial Nightheads. Yep. What are your
2: thoughts on those guys? Um, I don't know. I don't really like them personally. I'm not a fan. I mean, they're okay, I guess. Some, i mean if some people like them more power to them. it's not like they do rules or anything they're purely aesthetic and they're for the uh you know the little plastic GW knights yeah and I don't really feel that they like if you just put that on them the rest of the armor plates don't really match that head right so I don't really I don't really get it it's one of those things I don't really understand like I feel like if they were going to do that they should have that head, if they were wanting to make them look more mechanicum, they should have released. You know, how they have like the mechanicum looking plates for the Magera, and the uh, Styrox? Yeah, yeah. If they would have released those heads with armor plates that are also mechanicum looking, to convert your plastic, like, you know, paladin or errant. Yeah, over like they did to- that one
1: nighthouse. The Terran, they did it with the Terran nighthouse. I had the Terran upgrade kit, right. Right. Yeah. But if they yeah, just they if
2: they made a if they made a all mechanicum upgrade kit for a plastic knight where you can make your paladin look like your Majera, then I would get it. But just to do the heads and the heads are kinda ugly, I don't really understand it.
1: Man, this is gonna be a one sided conversation because I also do not like the heads. I think they look yeah. third party ish and like kinda kinda dopey, you know?
2: Yeah. Well most people I don't they've not gotten very much positive feedback.
1: I like the I like the one that looks like General Grievous only because I like General Grievous from Star Wars, <laughs> and so I'm like, eh, that head's cool. I wouldn't put it on with anybody. Like if I'm gonna, cause if I'm gonna make a Mechanicum Nighthouse, if I'm gonna make like yep. all Mechanicum, then I'm probably gonna end up buying Steerix and uh, uh, Majera models, and yep. then just using the guns that come with the night kits. And at that point, I'll have the armor plates and the badass heads that come with the Styrix and the Majera, and I'm just going to use those. Correct. Man, I kind of feel bad for for G-Dub on that one. I feel like they were testing a new sculptor out or something. They're like, hey, we'll release some heads at the same time.
2: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Not a fan. And then they released uh, Lehman Russ's Giant Wolves.
1: Lehman Russ's Giant-Ass Wolves, who... I don't think they they released the rules for the wolves themselves, but...
2: Yeah, Good I've not lord. seen them.
1: They're big. I'm a big fan of the wolves, by the way. I I think they look great. I know you kind of didn't like the the look of them, or they're a little too bulky at the front. I think is the the main argument.
2: Um, it's not a looks thing. I just don't I don't get it. Like we've went over this before. It's like, what are we just going to put like drabs or something in the game? Like it's still just like something <laughs> you could like shoot with a 12 gauge and kill. Like okay, cool. Moving on.
1: Giant ass wolves. I, I hope they explain, like, something with them. Like, maybe they're, like, genetically modified or, like, they have, like, metal bones or something. Maybe they have... <laughs> but in reality, they're probably dogs and they're going to feel bad every time you fight them and shoot them. You get, like, a, a little, like, a... Uh, what is it called? Like, a soundboard on your phone of, like, dogs yelping and crying in pain. And every time they shoot at them, you're just like, oh, you shot my dog. And make your opponent feel bad. That's why you take him. Yep. No, I don't know. So, yeah, man. So that's They look what, all right. I think I don't, yeah. They look good. They look good with Lemurus. I would hate to have a almost nine-foot wolf attack me. So,
2: you know. Yeah, unless I had a gun. Then I'd just shoot it.
1: You think you think shooting a 9 foot wolf with a gun is going to well maybe like a yeah, 50 cal Yeah, yeah
2: right? I do. Yeah, I 100% do. I don't even think you need a 50 cal. Th- there's people that kill like polar bears with like compound bows. You realize that, right? I could I I've, I could see
1: that, but I also see like, you know, Yeah, you can see like, it on
2: YouTube. I can send you a video.
1: <laughs> where do they shoot it like behind the shoulder like, you know, you through and through?
2: Just shoot it. It's not like, we've been, you could kill, I don't know, we talked, like, I don't know. I don't really want to get into it, because like I said, we talked about all this on uh, Eye of Horse. People that listen to both shows are going to be like, I've already heard this conversation before. But I can show you a video, I was talking to Tim, actually off air, so this is new. If you listen to Joe Rogan, there was some hunter recently that trained just like throwing spears, and he killed an 11-foot polar bear by throwing a spear at it, and it died within 20 seconds. Was it him throwing him?
1: Was it, like, running at him?
2: I don't know if it was running at him, but it doesn't really matter. You still have to get close and throw a spear. I'm just saying, like, anatomy-wise, like, a, an unaugmented human being that's just a regular guy trained to throw these spears and threw with... just, you know, threw a spear overhand and killed an 11-foot polar bear. So... You're meaning to tell me this thing's going to run around and take, like, bolter rounds and stuff? Because I don't think it will.
1: No. No, I don't. I'm trying to think about, like, if it something... they will like, could, they'll
2: make it, like, it'll have ridiculous... It'll be, like, tough five with four... It'll be, like, a carnifex, and I'll roll my eyes every time I have to shoot at it and be like, okay, yeah, this makes total sense. I'm trying
1: to think of, like, you know, like, when, like, a boar charges you, it doesn't matter how many times you, like, fucking shoot it in the face. Like, their bones are so thick, it just kind of, like ricochets off like some go through but it's just all pumped full of adrenaline and shit it's still gonna fuck you up and like mess you the fuck up and i'm thinking about like because dogs anatomy isn't so great compared to like a pig or something like that but i'm trying to think of like okay maybe there's like some sort of super wolf and so like i'm giving them like the bone density of like a a grown boar and i'm thinking to myself what if there was like a nine foot boar charging me what kind of gun am I going to need to stop that thing? And I'm thinking it would probably well, I a, be in the...
2: All the I'm bolter. saying is we we could shoot, like we talked about this, like I said, once again, on the Eye of Horse, like, since the early 1900s, you could go to Africa on safari and they made, like, primi- pretty fucking primitive firearms that are laughable technology today and they could still shoot an elephant and kill it in a single shot.
1: Yeah, but, like, that's, like, a good shot. Like, that's, like, lung heart lung
2: like perfect shot or like brain shot like i'm talking yeah like but, elephant but we're also you. talking okay but we're still t- we're talking about like in the future with you you know you give some genetically altered superhuman a rocket machine gun that they're <laughs> unloading into one of these things face how is it going to live through that explain that to me
1: i don't know man i don't know i don't know what the what the uh what the the genetic buildup of these wolves are. Like these can't be just like normal wolves lehman rust like picked up. I
2: just can't deal with it. It like let's just go on. We'll just say for me, it takes it takes me out of the game. I hate seeing that stuff. That's why I don't like the shit in 40K with stuff like that. Because I literally get disinterested because it makes it makes my eyes roll and it takes me out of what I'm doing. Because it's like my suspension of disbelief goes away. I know that if, sounds weird in some weird fantasy game where you have <laughs> space wizards and whatever, but I draw the line somewhere, and it's and it's well before giant wolves running around and taking bolters to the face. What if, like, Aaron dembski
1: Bowden like, writes a book and explains, like, how this was, like, Lehman Russ's, like... Like, what if he explains, like, okay... Well, if he wrote like-
2: it and the wolf was the hero, it would, like, single-handedly kill a emperor titan because he's really bad about that making everything a mary sue yeah so that's what would happen
1: what if he like like wrote it in like this is this is why these wolves are so powerful and like wrote this like beautiful fluff in background would you accept the wolves in, in 30k then like, i don't what if know if they're not even what if they're like what if they're like robots what are like robots underneath the, the fur
2: i guess that i don't know i guess that could be it uh, you could write it differently but if they're just giant wolves i don't I don't get
1: it. <laughs> they're like dreadnoughts. They're just they're just covered in fur. Well, then they, they need s- an armor value. Sell the sell <laughs> sell the sell the uh, the wolf legion. Or maybe yeah. they're just like figments of Leimarus' imagination. Maybe they're like constructs of his like psychic
2: power. Maybe, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just play. I'm just really trying to get you sold on You're- these wolves. Yeah, it's not happening. I'm good. I don't need, I don't need giant wolves. I'm good. All right.
1: So I understand that
2: they it... exist because you know the old Lehman Russ model had them and all that. So they, I guess, kind of get a pass. But it's
1: you know what I mean. I hope they're independent so characters and they can lead squads. That's all I'm saying. like, <laughs> <I'm just laughs> dude, I saw your eyes, Greggy. <laughs> Go check on that that tactical squad. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Well, anyway, that's all Forge drills release, man. We got a whole bat rep coming up here in a minute. It's a long time, so I guess let's go ahead and move on to this Zomortalis. Help. Yep.
2: Uh, I got the guy's email right here. <laughs> Do you have it too? Do you want to read it out, or you want me to read it here?
1: Uh, go ahead and read it, because I'm pulling up the email right now, and I think you'll be okay.
2: There. So this is from uh, Mitchell, and Mitchell says, Hi, love listening to the podcast, hearing about your opinions about all aspects of 30K, especially the similarities and differences between the scenes in the U.S. and Australia. Um, I was wondering if you guys would be able to help me out. My friends and I are trying to build a few small 30K Zone Mortalis armies between ourselves that are reasonably similar in power level. Would you be able to help us out by making a few example zone mortalis lists? Any legion would be fine, uh, as we have bits and pieces of each, but Mechanicum, Militia, and Solar auxiliary would be welcome too. Thanks in advance, Mitchell. So, yes, we can do this, and we did do this. So what I did, um, I wrote uh, lists for you, and these are generic lists. Uh, these will work with, uh, any Legion loyalist or trader. Um, mm-hmm. so I wrote these out and, uh, you can basically, uh, I'll read these out, but then also, and we'll discuss them a little bit, but I'll also, uh, type them up and email them to you or get them to Michael and he can email them to you or we'll figure out something. So expect them in the next couple days here. Uh, so for, we'll just start with space Marines since that's what most people have, uh, access to, and I tried like, you could build this this uh, list that I made out of a calf box, other than I put Breachers in here, so you would have to find some shields to convert some Breachers for with some shields, but other than that, everything in here you could build out of the Kalth box. So, I started with a Praetor, and he has uh, he took the Rite of War Zone Mortalis Assault Force, Uh, which is a newer Rite of War that came out in Book 6, and it's also in the new Red book. And what the Zone Mortalis uh, Assault Force does for you is you can take Terminators as non-compulsory troops choices, and you can pick one Terminator squad in your army to gain the ability to Deep Strike for free, and also any Breachers that are in your army um, gain plus one to their invulnerable save if they're in base-to-base contact with each other. So that's good because there'll be a 5-up invulnerable save against shooting and a 4-up in close combat as opposed to a 6-up and a 5-up. So pretty good upgrades there. So as far as uh, war gear, the Praetor has a bolt pistol, a paragon blade, melta bombs digital lasers, iron halo. So pretty standard loadout. You could take the chaplain in the... Uh, calf uh, box and um, just get rid of the maul and put a sword or whatever other weapon you wanted in his hand and then get rid of the plasma pistol put a bolt or bolt pistol in his hand and you just use that model if that's all you had or build your own out of one of the uh, many power armor guys that come in the box so for your compulsory troop choice um i took uh, 10 uh just a base 10 man squad 10 man breacher squad so the Breachers are armed with two Meltaguns, a Annuncio Vox, and then the Sergeant has Artificer Armor and bombs. And in my head, the Praetor would uh, run around with these guys. This is a good, solid, all-round unit in Zone Mortalis. Breacher Marines um, aren't the greatest thing on the open battlefield, but they really come into their own in Zone Mortalis because they have hardened armor standard. Ah, uh, hardened armor is any wounds or any failed armor saves uh, that you that are failed uh, from a blaster template weapon attacking you. Uh, it allows you to reroll them. So someone shoots you with a flamer, uh, shoots you with uh, frag missiles or frag grenades or something like that, and you know you roll ones or twos and you fail them. You can pick those dice up and reroll them. So it makes these guys very tough against that. And then the fact that. They have those breacher shields that gives them invulnerable saves against shooting in close combat, which then, if you have them in base-to-base contact with each other, gets increased because of the right of war. And then the two guns in the unit, you definitely want those to shoot open uh, bulkhead doors. Um, dreadnoughts are pretty popular in Zone Mortalis, so you'll definitely want some guns in there to be able to take out Dreadnoughts and things like that. Um, I'll get to why I took the Nuncio Vox on them here in a second. So your second troop choice, which is your non-compulsory troop choice, because you only have to take one compulsory troop in, uh, Zone Mortalis if you use the Combatant, uh, FOC or the Attacker FOC. So the second troop choice, which is non-compulsory, is five Terminators. Um, you can do Tartaros or Cataphracti. um... Normally Cataphracty are the way you always want to go, but in Zone Mortalis, there is an argument that Tartaros uh, actually comes into its own. Because of the way Zone Mortalis is, running is pretty important some of the times to get on objectives. And also the fact that uh, when you overwatch in Zone Mortalis, you can do reaction fires. The way reaction fire works is you roll an initiative check, so Marine's initiative is four, so you roll a die, and on a one through four, you'll pass. If you pass that reaction fire test, you fire overwatch at full ballistic skill. Because cataphracti uh, can't overwatch, they don't benefit from this, where Tartaros do. Um, obviously, Cataphracty have the better and vulnerable saves. So it's something you're just gonna have to uh, weigh, you know which one you like better. Um, I just I put cataphracty in this list because they come in the calf box. But now with Prospero out, you know, you may have some Tartaros running around, so you can really do either or. But anyway, the five man Terminator squad is armed with uh, a sergeant, has a power fist. Uh, two of the Terminators have power axes, and the other two have chain fists. Um, it's pretty basic. I didn't upgrade any of the shooting weapons. Uh, they will use the special ability where they can come in from deep strike. Um, that's why the Nuncio Vox is in the Breacher squad. So when you. Your Terminators uh, deep strike in uh, turn two or later. If you have any of those Breacher Marines left alive, they can land within six inches of any member of the squad, which is a pretty cool ability. Um, so that's a little combo, and that uses your Zone Mortalis uh, boarding force uh, rules. So for elites, I took a 10 man veteran squad. Uh, I gave them marksmen, so that is going to give them outflank and sniper on all their weapons. I also gave them a Nuncio Vox for the same reason. So you'll have two units on the board um, that the Terminators can come in off of to give you some options. The entire Veteran squad has Melta bombs, and two of them have Flamers. Uh, so that's just a really solid unit. Uh, veteran Tact Marines are really nasty in zone uh, because of the reaction fire. You know, getting Overwatch with a bunch of rending bolters is not a good day. And then never a good day. <laughs> All template weapons, I put two flamers in here. All template weapons in Zone Mortalis uh, gain shred. Template and blast gain shred, which is re-rolls to wound. So having two flamers in here, you put those two flamers down, they're going to be sniper flamers, so on rolls of sixes they become AP uh, two. But you're actually going to be able to pick up all the ones that don't wound and re-roll them, which gives you more opportunity for rends and wounds with the shred. And then the same thing with Overwatch. When they Overwatch in, you immediately get D3 shots and all that. So it's a, uh, it's very good, and then for the the second elite choice in the final unit, I took a Contemptor Cordus uh, Dreadnought, which I feels like it's very good in Zone Mortalis. Um, so it's armed with double close combat weapons, and I put a heavy flamer in one hand and a Melt-A-Gun in the other. Um, so you you could really put. You know, any kind of different weapons you wanted in the hands. I just kind of like the classic heavy flamer melt the gun combo. It seems very fluffy for zone mortalis um, and gives you some options there. Uh, the Contemptor Cortis is so cool in zone because it has weak side armor and its uh, shield only works to the front, which is easily negated in the hallways of zone mortalis. You can always pretty much face it to where the enemy has to attack it from the front, which, you know, th- at that point, the you're basically getting the discount of it being a Diet Contempter without really any of the weaknesses if you can make them do that. And then on top of that, its abilities, the special abilities it gets because of its reactor, where it can gain rage and move fast and do all that other stuff, um, makes it really cool to use in Zone Mortalis. So this army, like I said, it's a Dreadnought, the 10 Veterans, the 5 Terminators, the 10 Breachers, and the character. So you have 4 units. So the way Zone Mortalis works, is you're only going to get half those units to start on the board. So I personally would probably start the um, Breachers and Veterans on the board and then Deep Strike the Terminators in and come in off the Vox of one of those two units. And then um, if you're using Stratagems, I would try to flanking counter-assault the Contemptor Cordis. Uh, if you're not using stratagems, let's say you're Michael down there in Texas and they don't believe in stratagem use, I right. would probably I would probably start the Dreadnought and Breachers on the table and then deep strike in the Terminators off the Breachers and then outflank with the veterans. But it's very important in Zone Mortalis because you have to put half your army in reserves to have some—the units that you decide to put in reserve, you need a plan to get them engaged with the enemy quickly— because, like, say you took Cataphracty and you just put them in reserve, but you don't have any way of... any special way of moving them or deploying them, you're going to walk on from your table edge and then have to walk through these corridors with no running, and you're only playing, like, a six-turn game, so you're very likely to ba- basically just be walking around the whole game and never even see the enemy.
1: That happens a lot with Cataphracty Terminators.
2: <laughs> right. So, basically what I'm saying is when you build a list for Zone, you need to make sure that Like So with this list, like I said, if you're not playing with stratagems, the veterans can outflank, which means that they can come in from either of the two uh, board edges that aren't yours and your opponent's, which means that you can essentially come in from part of your opponent's deployment zone because you're playing on a square, uh, which is good, which means you can get them up the field faster than they normally would be able to. Um, And then the terminators, because they deep strike and you're coming in without scattering off the vox of the breacher squad that's already on the board means they're immediately going to be dumped, you know, right around already far up into the table where the breachers are already at. So that's, that's kind of why, uh, the list is set up the way it is. So what do you think about the list, Michael?
1: I like it, dude. I like the flexibility, the outflanking veterans kind of give you like if, uh, the, you know, you have to break your army up into, uh, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't deep strike your Terminators. Just always plan on deep striking the Terminators in. Right. And uh, I love the Cortis, man. Like the Cortis is probably like my favorite thing in the whole army just because of how wild it is. And then just overcharging that reactor, just like giving it, you know, plus movement, plus uh, uh plus run
2: distance. yeah, Fleet, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pretty, pretty cool. He does. Um, I think you can give it fleet. Maybe I don't know. You can look. I thought that was one of the things, or maybe it's pl- a bonus to its charge range or something like that. Yeah, you can um, give it a plus uh, plus charge range, plus run distance. But if you yeah. notice, the other thing about this list, the Praetor has Meltabombs, bombs. The Breacher Sergeant has a bombs. So, and then the Breacher Squad has two melter guns. So that that can all go through bulkhead doors. So they can handle bulkheads. The Terminators. There's a power fist and two chain fists in the in it so those can go through bulkheads. The veterans, the entire squad, has melt bombs so they can obviously go through bulkheads. And then the uh, Contemptor Cordus Dreadnought has dual Strength Tinkles Combat Weapons, so they can tear through doors, plus it has a melt gun So in my opinion, you need at least something in every unit that can get through a bulkhead door, because nothing's worse of than having a door sealed on you or your opponent placing defensive uh, doors through stratagems and then sealing off units... That then get stuck in a part of the board that they can't get out of because they don't have anything to get through a bulkhead. So I've
1: I, I've lived that life before. That was actually one of our bat reps where I had to I was trying to beat this door down with a power fist guy, and two turns in a row, his power fist cannot get through the door, and I had to bring another tactical squad with a power fist to open it up for him. <laughs> it's like yeah. Just get in here. And yeah. The, the door was not playing around. And yes, the Cortis actually comes with fleet, like just as its rule, it yeah. So fleet fleet is, fleet, fleet
2: is fleet is re-roll uh, your run rolls. So if you if you roll like a one or two on a run, you can re-roll it, and then it's also re-roll any or all dice on the charge. So if you roll like a six and a one, you can leave the six and pick it up the one and re-roll it, or you can re-roll both dice.
1: That fucking sucks. I rolled a double one, and Miley came with Josh on my other Cortez. Well, it sounds Not. like you did
2: find anyway, but yeah, you could have picked it up and re-rolled it. Yeah, no,
1: yeah, it did. Good. It did good, but like I've never seen. Like I've always like done the like plus one move and charge distance, plus two run distance, you know, rage, all that jazz. I've never like taken Thought advantage about of the, the fleet. We- yeah, and it's has got so, move cover. Right, Cortis is so, so good.
2: <laughs> yep, it is very good. So this, like I said, this this marine list that I wrote, I didn't write it with necessarily any legion specific in mind. This will work with any legion. Obviously, if you took certain legions where they have extremely good uh, specialty units, like say you took uh, salamanders, you would probably try to figure out a way to swap these five normal cataphracty out for fire drakes. Um, or something like that. Uh, so it really just depends, but th- this is just gives you a really solid generic list that will work with any legion. And then you can apply your um you know special units as you see fit to put them in there and we'll we'll get into that here in a little bit like certain units that are special units that uh really shine in some more so for the the second list I wrote a militia list once again this is generic this can be used for traitor or loyalist um I only gave basically we'll get at the end of the list I left points available I only took um, one of the Providences, and you're allowed two. So I left points open so that you could apply a second Providence to it. And then by doing that, it may make it Traitor or Loyalist, but I wanted to keep it as generic as possible for you guys. So I took a uh, Force Commander. Um, So the one Providence of the two I took was Survivors of the Dark Age, which increases... uh, everybody with the Providence special rule in the army's armor save by plus one. Um, and then it also allows you to, um, improve the shooting weapons on your Grenadier squads. You can increase their strength by plus one. So if you have like last guns, you can make them strength four last guns. But, uh, I took survivors of the dark age. Um, and then I gave him a power weapon. You could use any power weapon. I usually typically make it an ax. Um, he has an iron halo melt bombs and Cyber Familiar. So with the Cyber Familiar and the Iron Halo, this guy's going to have a 3-up uh, invulnerable save. So you don't really care about his armor save, but he has a 5-up armor save stock, which is increased to a 4-up through Survivors. Um, he's just kind of, because you have to take an HQ, generic HQ, and he also opens up your providences. But he's not anything super spectacular, but he's all right. So then, for troops, I took three identical squads. So I'm just going to read this off once and just know that there's three of them in the army. So I took uh, it's a 14 man grenadier squad. Uh, the sergeant has Meltabombs. bombs. Um, two of the guy, one guy has a Meltagun, gun, and one guy is a plasma gun. Um, and then the other 11 guys have las carbines, which are las guns, but. I took the advanced weapon upgrade, which makes them strength four. So it's going to be 11 strength four LAS guns, a plasma gun, a melt-a-gun, and then the sergeant has melt bombs And uh, so you got three units like that. So that's a ton of guys. Ton uh of shots, yeah. Th- and then for elites, I took a unit of Medicaid orderlies. So when you take those guys, you get three orderlies for one choice. And each one... So... You get three orderlies, so one each is going to go in each of the Grenadier squads, which increases the squads to 15. You can't have any squads larger than 15 in Zomortalis, so that's why I only made the Grenadiers 14-man. So they're going to be increased to 15-man, and it's going to give these guys feel no pain. The other good thing about Grenadiers is they come base with carapace armor, which is a 4-up. But because I took Survivors of the Dark Ages, the Providence, it makes it a 3-up. So all these guys are essentially going to be 3-up armor save, 5-up feel no pain. And you're talking a 150-point unit. And then, like I said, they, they have a melted gun in there, a plasma gun in there, and then the 11 strength 4 um, as gun shots and also grenadiers or BS4. So they're basically I feel space like these
1: marines without the uh, without the, toughness strength. the weapon skill and strength.
2: Yeah. And toughness. Yeah. Pretty good, though, for as cheap as they are. And then for the second elite's choice, I took a, a six man Ogren Brute Squad. I gave the Ogrens Carapace Armor, which then increases to Power Armor because of Survivors of the Dark Age. So they're going to be three up armor save Ogrens. And there's six of them. <laughs> and then I gave three of them Power Weapons, which being initiative three, you're probably just going to want to make those axes. And they're already strength five, so they're going to end up being strength. Shrink- uh, six AP two, uh, power axes, and they are three attacks per guy. So on the charge, they're going to end up being uh, it's going to be twelve uh, strength six power axe attacks from those three guys. Pretty brutal. Then the other three guys in the Ogren squad, I gave boarding shields to. So you'll try to tank with the boarding shield guys because they'll have their uh, invulnerable saves in shooting and close combat, and they also give the unit defensive grenades, which is good. And then, um, so you'll try to tank with those guys and get close, and then when you get close, the other three guys in the unit have power access to smash through whatever you assault. Solid. And then the idea is you'll probably put your Force Commander in with the Ogryn Brutes. Um, so this, this particular army has one, two, three, four units as well. So you'll probably start the Ogrens and one of the Grenadiers on the board, and then the other two will just have to go into reserve. So what you'll want to try to do for your... Str- you pretty much always want to play with stratagems. I don't know why you wouldn't. So what you can do is there are certain stratagems that actually are units on their own. My favorite one is called a Fire Wasp. So a Fire Wasp is only costs one stratagem point, and it's just this little two-wound bullshit unit. But the important thing about it is because it counts as a unit... it it would increase this army to count as being five units strong, which means you could start three on the table instead of just two. So it would push one of these Grenadier squads to start on the board, and then you would only have to start one in reserve with the Fire Wasp. Then you can use your other two stratagem points to buy uh, one of the stratagems that gives you better deployment options, like flanking counter-assault, which means that you can come on from their deployment zone. Brilliant so anyway it's, that's sli- it's just like just like
1: drop pod manipulation just
2: you know right a little firewall. so so i i really like this uh, militia list and this thing is sitting at 965 points so you have 35 points to spare almost all um providences are roughly like the majority of them are only 35 points so you should be able to pick a second one and throw it in here or if you don't like survivors of the dark age i don't know why you wouldn't i think it's awesome but if you don't like it, you can get rid of it. It's 75 points, and you take whatever ones you want. Um, if you w- want to keep survivors, but the second stratagem you, you want uh, is more than 35 points, you could uh, drop like one of the power weapons off the Ogryn squad, uh, or you could drop uh, a couple of the boarding shields off the Ogryn squad, uh, or you could like drop the Grenadier squads down by like one guy out of each squad. Something like that. You can easily, you know, free up points. If you need a shitload of points, you could just drop, like, one whole ogre and take it down to a five-man unit. So, anyway. So, do you like that list? Yeah. I.
1: It's a lot of bodies and a lot of strength for coming at you. Like, overwhelming firepower. <laughs>
2: like Right. Well, and I feel like the ogrens, it's going to be decent, like, because all those grenadiers uh, have crack grenades. So against like anything that's not armor thirteen on a dreadnought, you'll be able to glance down. Um, that's going to be your biggest issue is dreadnoughts if they get into close combat with you. The sergeants on all the grenadier squads have melted bombs, and then the uh, the uh, force commander has a melted bomb. So you have those four melted bombs to try to melt a bomb it down once it gets into close combat. But if it's so, what you're going to try to do is before it actually makes it to close combat with you, shoot it with one of the three melted guns in the army and try to get rid of it. Is kind of the hope, just pray <laughs> you're or catch it for, or so. try, yeah, or try to catch it coming in uh, with a uh, reaction fire. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. If you if you're going traitor, you could buy the uh, the other thirty five point providence, the uh, tainted flesh, and then all your close combat attacks become rending. So then all those crack grenade attacks become rending. So then you have a shitload of rending crack grenades, which would mulch through Dreadnought. So if you're going traitor, you could always go that route. Um, So then the last list that we're going to go over is a Solar Axilla list. Um, So the Solar Axilla list, I started with uh, the HQ choice. I took a Lord Marshal, and he has Artificer Armor, Paragon Blade, Iron Halo, Meltabombs, Digital Lasers, Grav wave generator and cyber familiar so this guy's pretty baller because he's got a two up three up save um and then the grab wave generator uh makes it harder to charge him and his unit it subtracts i think d3 from your charge roll maybe and then i want to say isn't there some special rule with the lord marshal where you can pick his warlord trait if you you
1: run the lord marshal you
2: get to pick his warlord trait like a, so you
1: you, you take a legate commander and if you upgrade him to lord marshal that gives you the ability to pick your warlord okay
2: trait. so that's this guy's already upgraded lord marshal so you'll probably want to pick the warlord trait uh, that uh, gives him eternal warrior I think that's a really good one uh, that makes this guy one of the more beastly characters you can take in Zomortalis which is pretty funny because he's just like an u- unaugmented human but he's pretty badass. So, he's pretty cool. Then for troops, for your compulsory troop choice, you just take an infantry uh, Terrico, which is one to three sections. If you had to play the Defender where you needed uh, more than one troop choice, you could literally take all the same shit. You just split it into two choices instead of one. I just kept it as one choice uh, just so it was easier to make uh, uh, in Quartermaster here. So, I took a Laz Rifle section, which is 100 points for 20 guys. So when we talked earlier about you could only have maximum squad sizes of 15, that's true. Solar Auxiliary have a special rule that if you take a Laz Rifle section you can and play Zone Mortalis, you can split it into two 10-man squads. So I took a Laz Rifle section of 20 guys, so it's going to be split into two 10-man units. Um... Then I took a Velatara Storm section, which is 10 guys with Volkite Chargers. And then I took a Flamer section, which is just 10 guys with Flamers. So that's going to give you uh, three varied uh, troops units. So it's one of each unit type uh, from the Terraco, which I just thought was cool. Make the army look neat and give you a variety of things you could do with it. For Elites, um, the first Elite choice I took was five Ogryn uh, Charonites, which are pretty brutal. They're going to be a good zone mortalis unit. And then for the second elite choice, I took um, uh, the servo automata squad, which is the tech priest and the servo automata. And I took so it's one tech priest and five servo automata. And the five servo automata are all upgraded to grenade launchers. So they're going to get the haywire grenade, the crack grenade, the frag grenade. And then for the third elite choice, I took um, a Medicaid orderly unit and increase the squad size to four. So with the four, uh, why did I take four? One. I don't, I didn't need to do that. So, there's only, skip that part, so there's only gonna be three, um, orderlies, and one, one, oh no, I know why I did it. I know why, because the one unit gets split into two units. So, I was right. (laughs) So anyway, I took four orderlies. So one orderly, uh, two orderlies will go in each of the last. So one will go in one Laz rifle section. That's now a 10 man squad, which goes to 11. Then one will go in the other Laz rifle squad. One will go with the Velatara storm section and one will go with the flamer section. So all of your guys will have feel no pain, basically. Feel no pain. And uh, this army is 995 points. So you have five points left over if you want. You can find some upgrade to throw on there. Um, So this particular army is one, two, three, four, five units. Because you'll probably attach the Lord's Marshal to... I'd probably put him in with the Ogrins to make that a Beast Close Combat unit. So you're going to get three to start on the table. So you'd probably want to do... Oh, I'd probably do the Ogrens for sure. Then probably... The Velataris and the Flamers, maybe? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, there's six units. So you're going to... So, yeah. And then the other one's going to reserve, and then the same applies to this, that applied to the Militia, where you'll probably want to take some some type of stratagem that increases the number of units you get to push something else out of reserve, and then try to take uh, one of the other ones that allow you to deploy your guys in a different way so that you can get them up the board faster. So anyway, that's the three lists that I wrote. So you got a generic Marine one there, you got a generic Militia one there, and a generic uh, Solar Ox one. Uh, Tim, from over at Eye of Horus, was nice enough to write a Mechanicum one for you guys. Um, We went over it on this last Eye of Horus. He actually used it in an event, so you can hear how he did with it in that event. And when I email uh, these these two, you guys, I can email you his list. Um, I might actually even be able to look it up here. We hang on just a second and we can go over it real quick. Um, the only thing with his list, uh, he included a Eviser assassin in his list. Cause the event that he went to, um, allowed he
3: assassin.
2: was allowed. Yeah. They allowed assassins. So, um, hang on. I'm trying to find it here. So he threw one in there. So that's typically not something you can run. So you'll probably, in most instances, pull that out of the list and replace it with something else. let me see if it's here. Sorry, I should have had this queued up.
1: Silence. Silence. You got it.
2: You got it. You got Uh, this. Anyway, I can't find it right now. Uh, I'll I'll include it in the email. Uh, It had uh, some Vorax in it, obviously, in Archmago's. um, Had some Thralls in it. Uh, I think it was like a Lacrimata style list and then he threw the Eviser in there. If you go back and listen to the if you go listen to the Eye of Horus that he just did, he goes over what was in the list uh on there and actually how to use it. So I bet that Eviser did to, really good. He said times. it sucked. Did it? He said it sucked. Yeah. That's Neuro Gauntlet, right in Eviser? Well a Neuro Gauntlet's AP dash. Oh. So it has cool. a power sword. So it's like seven power sword attacks on the charge. Poor little evaser. So anyway, I'll find this list and I'll uh, I'll include it when I email you guys all this stuff. But uh, those are the four lists. And then as far as just like units that you may want to try out, uh, tactical support squads in a Marine army are extremely good. So if like say you had just even just five plasma guns, obviously shooting five plasma guns at somebody is always good. Um, normally the way you would kill these, obviously on an open battlefield is you just shoot at them. The thing is, in Zone Mortalis, if you can get your plasma gun guys where you move around a corner and you can only see one enemy unit, you shoot the plasma guns at them and kill that enemy unit, now your opponent doesn't have anything to fire back. So, they're safe. The other thing is, if they have assault units, they try to assault your plasma gun guys. Normally, you would just get normal overwatch, which isn't that scary, because you need sixes to hit. But in Zone Mortalis, because of the reaction fire... If they pass that initiative check, you're taking a full ballistic skill shooting attack yep. from a shitload of plasma guns. So it makes them pretty scary. The same is true of melt guns If they take a big unit of melt guns and uh, Flamers, a unit of just tactical support guys with Flamers, they lay down like five Flamer templates. They gain shred because it is zone mortalis. Um, pretty brutal. And then if you try to assault said Flamer guys, they do wall of death. So they're each doing D3. Um, it's It's pretty potent um we went over breachers uh breachers like i said on an open battlefield they're not the greatest i feel like they're good they're they're way better in zone mortalis uh seekers that's another unit and the reason that seekers are so good in zone they have a special one of their special ammunitions is a small blast rapid fire ammo i believe it's strength three ap6 small Mm -hmm. blast Uh, but it's rapid fire, so each guy gets to shoot two small blast markers. On an open battlefield, it's not great, but it's zoned because it can't scatter very far, because if it hits a wall, it stops, and because it's blast, it gains shred, so you're needing fives to wound normally, but you're getting to re-roll. If you have, like, a unit of five, you know, even just five, it's shooting five small blasts at you with shred, it's pretty fucking scary. Plus, Seekers score, because they are, um... God damn it. Implacable advance. Implacable advance. Yeah. Yeah. And then their ballistic skill five. So that's another unit that on an open battlefield normally doesn't see a lot of play. That in zone is actually pretty damn good. Um. So I like those guys. Um. Tartarus Terminators. We went over that. That's another generic unit you don't see a lot of that's good in zone. Um, Assault Marines are actually pretty good in zone just because of their speed. That's another unit that on an open battlefield I'm not typically a fan of. Um, I still think Recon Marines suck in Zone just because you can take Marksman Vets. <laughs> kind of see the same thing on <laughs> whether it be Zone or um, Zone Mortalis. Uh, so that doesn't really help you too much there. Um, we went over all the Dreadnoughts, uh, dorados. Uh, you've used a lot of Leviathans in zone. Like, what do you think about Leviathans and zone? Talk about that a little bit, Michael. Leviathans and zone? Yeah, and, and Dorados, Like, just Dreadnoughts in general, because I know you've used a lot of Dreadnoughts. So, I mean, AB-13
1: just out the gate in zone Mortalis is pretty fucked up. Just because there's not a lot of things that are... I mean, it's not like 40k where there's like melted guns aplenty. And so, especially in, with normal armies who rely on like, you know multi-meltas on their Rhinos or shit like that. So running around with his AV-13 in the front on both the uh, Leviathan and the Daredeo, it's pretty solid. And then both can take Armored Ceramite. So you run Armored Ceramite as well, and that kind of takes away the uh, the melta edge. And so that's one less thing you have to worry about. And then, of course, you know, four hole points on the Leviathan and three hole points on the Daredeo. I mean, it's just, they're just brutal units. And in Zone Mortalis, you know, I mean, they're brutal units in the normal game, but in Zone Mortalis, tight quarters and all that stuff, limited fire arcs and limited things, and it actually hurt you, it's just even worse. So, I haven't ran a Daredeo in Zone Mortalis, but I built up this plasma cannonade Daredeo just to run it in Zone Mortalis just because I really wanted one. I wanted to pay them gold.
2: So, I'm looking forward. I found to Tim this. Z. I found Tim ZM list, so we can go through it pretty quick. Whenever you're done, yeah, dude. I mean, I got nothing less. I I ran
1: uh my Leviathan in your event, and I ran him into the Zomortalis portion of that board, and he was fucking solid. He was so brutal in Zomortalis. I mean, once Lorgar got there, he was pretty much useless. But just in general, like he was just there. There wasn't a lot that could just beat the shit out of him, and especially you know you start thinking about, uh, you start thinking about what could really hurt a Leviathan, like melted guns, yes, but only if they're, uh, only if he doesn't take armored ceramite, which I guess if you're gonna take a Leviathan, why wouldn't you unless you're kind of trying to save yeah. on points because mortals they can but still then, get uh,
2: you on a six, but it's it limits it a lot,
1: yeah, and then so next thing you have to worry about is probably chain fist terminators. And, man, how many Chain Fist Terminators are you really going to see in Zomortalis? So, there's not a Depends lot Depends on who you play. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you probably run nothing but Chain Fist. <laughs> just beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> I would say the one thing you probably really have to fucking be afraid of in Zomortalis with a Leviathan Dreadnought is a Quartus, uh, just a nothing-to-lose Cortis Dreadnought flying around that corner.
2: You wanna know you wanna know what is like the unit that I think is as far as like the biggest difference in open battlefield to zone mortalis is that What's stupid Mirag the Morag Gal dreadnought for word bearers. That's what you don't wanna see. Yeah, you don't wanna see no it's,
1: demon fucking dreadnought running around the
2: corner. Well, against your Leviathan, it's initiative five all the time, so if it charges you, it's going to fight first, because you're only initiative four, and you get plus one on the charge, right? Right, exactly. So if it charges you, it fights first. It's like five or six attacks on the charge, and it's strength 10, AP 2, and it's got a special rule where you have to re-roll successful and vulnerable saves. Fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Poor Leviathan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it's weapon skill 6, so it's hitting you on threes. Strength 10, right?
1: Yep. Hitting you on threes, wounding you on threes, essentially.
2: Strength 10 AP3. Or strength 10 AP2. Then you're re-rolling your four up and vulnerable save. Yeah, successful and vulnerable saves.
1: It's just basically making a Leviathan Dreadnought its bitch. That's all it's doing.
2: Right. So... That's another like that's obviously only if you play word bearers, but that that's the only time that stupid dreadnought is worth it is in Zone Mortalis, in my opinion. So if you own a Mirage gal and you get frustrated with playing it in a normal game, go play some Zone Mortalis with it. So real quick, here is Tim's list that he used in the event. So uh like he like we said earlier, they allowed uh assassins. So a hundred there's a hundred and thirty-five point Eviser assassin in here. So typically if you're just playing for fun and you have an Eviser, you know, go ahead and throw it in there. It's not a big deal. Um, I would have obviously no problem just,
1: with anybody using an assassin. Right,
2: right. But if you go to like say you went to Adepticon or something like that, where it's a little more official, um Tim said just drop the Eviser and just run like a big unit of fearless thralls and like upgrade them. Like run fifteen thralls with fearless and heavy chain blades or something like that. But um his list that he took was a Magos Dominus and he gave it an Arachia Tech pistol, a Cyber Familiar, and Meltabombs, and it's hundred and five points. This this is a thousand point list, by the way. Then he took six Thalax with heavy chain blades and ferrox. So Ferox gives them um, rage and rending, I believe. So that's pretty fucking brutal. That's a ton of attacks. And uh, Thalax are extremely good in Zone Mortalis because they're jetpacks. Um, so you can you can do crazy shit with them. And then um, Vor- and then he took a unit of six Vorax. Um, so each Vorax has two rotor cannons with corrosive ammunition. And then they have the lightning gun on top. And I'm guessing the Magos Dominus joins the Vorax. And then he had his Eviser, Which, like he said, you could swap those out for Thrall's. So this is a more smaller, elite-style Zone mortals list that he's written here for Mechanica. So that's pretty cool. And you can, like I said, go listen to the latest Eye of Horus that's coming out with the, the one that I'm on, and he goes over that list. So uh, getting back to other units that are good in Zone, um, I found that in Militia. You can take a Militia Command Squad... And give every single guy in the squad uh, grenade launchers, which normally is a kind of a shitty choice. But once again, it's a zone because you can shoot like eight frag grenades, like boom, 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 out of these grenade launchers. The small blast, it just puts so many wounds on a unit. It's actually pretty potent. I used it at a, a last year. I was pretty happy with that. Um, I think that ogrens. Really come into their own in zone. They're pretty good in a normal game, but they're really, really nasty in zone mortalis. Um, what can you think of, Michael, off the top of your head?
1: Just as like a unit that's really good in zone mortalis, jet bikes. Dude.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: jet. Uh, I played Jay's jet bikes. He's playing White Scars, and they're yep. just so like. I think it's the turbo boost. Is that is that is that what they can do?
2: Yeah, because you get an additional eighteen inches of movement during the so, shooting phase. If you don't shoot.
1: Yeah, so basically he would position himself way in advance. Like he would go down corridors that you know I wouldn't even be able to walk down within like five turns, and he would right. sling himself up. And jet bikes are just so fucking brutal and so mortalicious. I've never really used themselves. them. Right.
2: And I don't, like, if somebody else uses them, I don't really have a problem with it, but it's, to me, it's always been kind of weird, like, you're in the shipboarding action, and there's jet bikes. Like, it's just never been a unit that I've, fluff-wise, been drawn to, to play in Zomo Talos, I guess. Yeah. But I, my, I've I played against them before, stuff like that, but I don't think I've ever taken them. But the, the limit, the most limit I pushed in that category, like I said, is, like, jump pack, guys. Gotcha. I actually want to try Ashen Circle... Zone Mortalis, because they are like one of the worst specialty units in the game. Like on a normal in a normal game, they're just terrible. Um, but they have hardened armor, which is pretty good in Zone Mortalis. And then the sergeant can take phosphex bombs, which is pretty brutal in Zone Mortalis. And then every guy has a hand flamer, which is going to be pretty decent. And then with jump pack movement, they're going to be fast. So I actually want to try some in Zone Mortalis. And I might take them with Zardu because he allows you to take them as troops.
1: That sounds badass. That sounds like...
2: I mean, they don't sound OP or anything, but they... No, it just makes them usable. Because in a normal game, they're just so fucking terrible for their points. So bad. It's like 350 points or some shit for 10 of them with like a decent amount of war gear on them. And they it's just basically 10 assault marines.
1: <laughs> paying for all that hardened armor and shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, so bad. So, anyway, th- I mean, that's that's a lot about Zone Mortalis, and we talked a little bit about it on the last show, uh, too, so I hope that really helps you out, Mitchell, and um, all, uh, I don't go back to work until Wednesday, it's only, uh, what is it, Monday night? Yeah, Monday Going night. in, yeah, so, um, I don't know when Michael will get this episode out there, but I don't go back to work till Wednesday, uh, so when, but when I get back there, I'll type up all these lists and I'll send them to you, uh, in a me- email. So look, look for those, uh, later in the week.
1: Hopefully that helps Mitchell. I'm pretty sure it does. Hopefully you can get these armies built and like, have like some neutral gaming going on. Yeah. So I'll take the solar rocks army this time.
2: Well, I'll take right. <laughs> so them. Like, cool. like I said, I tried to make them fairly generic. So. If you guys get it narrowed down to, like, I you know, I 100% want to play this Legion or whatever Legion, um, let me know, and we can write you some more Legion-specific lists. I, in my personal thoughts, to me, I feel like the best Zone Mortalis Legion, if you're just looking for something that really shines Zone Mortalis, is Death Guard. <laughs> With Mortarion running around. Just well, kidding. not even... Not that. <laughs> Let's not... Because that's going to be... You'd have to take Primarchs Chosen to fit him in. It's not even really that. It's the fact that Grave Wardens and Death Shroud are some of the just best Zone Mortalis units. Just straight up. Just straight up. They're just so fucking good. They're extremely good on an open tabletop, and they're even, like, like better in Zone Mortalis. It's hard to wrap your brain around how disgusting they are. I don't know if Pull my red book out and see now. Well, grave wardens. So let's just. So grave wardens are cataphracty, but they're the only cataphracty that can fire Overwatch. And when they they fire Overwatch, each one has a flamer template that is poison three plus. So if you charge a unit of them, you have to take. You count as charging and dangerous and difficult just by declaring a charge, and then they're going to get shoot you with D three poison 3 plus shots per guy when you assault them. And then when you make it into assault with them, they're still cataphractic terminators with power fists. <laughs> and then when they shoot, they have a double tap poison grenade launcher that's a uh, small blast uh, poison 3 plus. And then because it's zone mortalis, it gains shred. Yep. So you're getting to re-roll. The same thing with the, t- the flamer template. And they have implacable advance. So they're scoring. And they're cheap as shit. They're like 35 points a guy. 200
1: points for a squad of 5.
2: And then the additional guys are only like thirty points, 35 points a guy or something like that. Yep. Um, then the Death Shroud are in Tartarus armor. So they get to fire Overwatch and get to run and get to sweep. They have death sh- uh, power scythes. So they're essentially power axes that are only minus 1 initiative instead of unwieldy. So they're going to be strength 5 AP2. they are two wounds per guy, so it's two wound Terminators. And then on top of that, every single guy has a Kim Munition Hand Flamer. So the thing is, because they already have Shred, um, when you already have Shred in Zone Mortalis, you instead get plus one Strength, because Zone Mortalis gives you Shred. So that means their Hand Flamers go up to Strength four, and they have Shred. And and they're also implacable advanced, so they score as well.
3: Mm-mm. and
2: and they're the only terminators in the game that can take melta bombs on every guy. The squad may have melt bombs at five points a dude. So those are just straight fucking murder machines. They just smash through any infantry horde army, whatever with flamers. They'll smash elite uh, like units in close combat with all those AP2 attacks. They're extremely durable with you know having two wounds and being in Terminator armor. They can run, they can fire overwatch, they'll smash vehicles and doors with their all their melt bombs. Um, then the Grave Wardens are pretty much the same way because you can give chain fists on every guy or power fists on every guy. They have those uh, Kim Munitions grenade launchers just to blow the fuck out of infantry um, and all that <laughs> scores. And then because you can take uh, Kim Munitions on any flamer weapon, which gives your weapon shred. Then in Zone Mortalis, it increases its strength by one. So you can take, like, a tactical support squad of flamer guys with Kim Munitions. So they gain Shred, and then they go up to strength five because of Zone Mortalis. Wow. So, uh, Death Guard... And then, obviously, we've talked several times in the past about my absolute nightmare is facing Mortarian and Zone Mortalis because of infinite phosphex bombs and his fucking teleporting through walls.
3: <laughs>
2: so, like, it's just, like... Death Guard or where it's at. Which it makes sense. Like, that's what they're for. You know what I mean? Like, it's super fluffy that they're that fucking brutal in Zone Mortalis. So,
1: just in close quarters, just fucking fighting.
2: Great. Right. So, pretty rad. I like them, I like them a lot for Zone Mortalis. It's very fluffy. And I'm a Death Guard fan anyway. That's going to be my next traitor army if I ever do one. Just make a full Zone Mortalis force. Yeah. So, anyway, that's pretty much all I got on the subject
1: well man i think you touched base very well i think that was very nice of you to go that deep into zone mortalis for old mitchell there and to go well, on i and get tim's tim's uh idea of a good list so
2: well i'm gonna shame we're gonna shame josh because josh was supposed to write the solar ox list he told me he would and he didn't come through so i had to write one right before we recorded this show so shame josh shame
1: <laughs> and if you're out there and you just want to shame josh yourself it's josh at warhammer30k.com yeah send him an email shame him
2: actually josh is fucking awesome i love josh if he was here right now i'd give him a hug and then we go play some 30k um <laughs> but anyway uh actually if you guys uh want josh to go over your list or go over you know zone mortalis or you want to ask him and actually uh get him to write you a solar ox list for zone mortalis they do the tfl um webcast live, live every wednesday on youtube and it usually starts around what 8 30 9 o'clock between 8 30 and 9 central time so pretty cool so definitely check them out
1: Check them out guys. go join their chat. you'll probably end up talking about uh, what do you call it Michael Bean or aliens 2. some sort of 80s
2: sci-fi I'm sure. they like Bill Paxton a lot too talk about Bill Paxton a lot. Talk about
1: Michael Bean all the time <laughs> <laughs> so so that's all I got this episode, man. What about you? you got any shout outs you want to do? I know we got the
2: uh, you got the Toys for Tots charity. Yep, eBay, uh, the first first auction. two auctions have ended. So the Alpha Legion army is sold. I think it went for roughly seven hundred dollars, uh, which is good. The- so that's seven hundred dollars to uh, the tots. It was like six seven hundred somewhere in there. And then the uh, the Black Shields army also sold, and I want to say it was pretty close to three hundred dollars for the Black Shields Mortalis army, which is pretty that's rad. So there's going to be three more auctions coming up. I don't know if any of the other ones are up yet. There's going to be, uh, coming down the pipeline, there is a Dark Angels army, an Imperial Fist army, and a World Eater army. So as those become available and get put on uh, eBay, we'll continue to shout those out. If you want to go look at the other armies, even though they're already sold, um, the links to those are on our Radio Free S. uh Facebook page. And then, like I said, as the other armies become available on eBay, uh, we will shout them out on this podcast. We will also post the links on the uh, Radio Free S Facebook. So you can always, you know, stop over there, you know, every other day or so and just see if they're posted on there.
1: Heck yeah, guys. Come check us out. We just hit 400 likes. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> so that sounds good, man. Now, uh, we can go ahead and segue into this uh, battle report. It's a long one, guys. It's a good, nice seven turn battle report Death Guard versus uh, Alpha Legion. Yep. So, go ahead and move on to that, guys, and uh, see you on the other side. Take it easy. So what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the second half of Radio Free Istavan. We actually have a special guest for you here, Mr. Josh KoRich, And uh, he's got a sweet battle report for us. How many points was it, Josh?
0: Uh, 2,000 even.
1: 2,000 even. So we told you guys out there, if you had some battle reports, I don't know if you looked at our Facebook page, we are asking you guys for bat reps because we'd get you on the show and talk about it. That way we can have some, like, Instead of you just hearing us about our bat reps, you can, like, hear other people in the hobbies bat reps. And so Josh was the first person to respond to this. So he's got a 2,000-point bat rep, and it's uh, Alpha Legion versus your Death Guard, right? Yeah. All right, dude, set up, set it up for us. Set up the table. What are we looking okay.
0: For um, so it's on our uh, community at our gaming store. It's their uh, Games Workshop uh, uh, City Board, City Skateboard. Okay. Uh, Fully painted, uh, huge pieces of terrain. Um, I want to say probably around 12, 12 full buildings, uh, with some, uh, debris scattered around here, some destroyed, uh, rhinos and, uh, yeah, I think that then some barricades here and there and sandbags and everything, but otherwise it's your just pretty generic, uh, blasted cityscape. Um, and I've got plenty of pictures I can send y'all. So, Oh uh, yeah, we'll put them we'll put those. them
1: in the RFI twenty nine picture dump for you guys and we'll just label it Josh's picture dump. Josh's dump <laughs> <laughs> Josh's dump. <laughs> the big the big one.
0: The
3: big
1: one. The big dump.
0: <laughs> um so yeah, that's the board. Uh it was uh we played uh hammer, I believe it was ha- hammer and Anvil, the long table edges.
2: Yeah,
1: gotcha, hot dog style.
0: Hot dog style, there you go. Yeah, that's what I call uh, it. So, uh, he, uh, he was running, I, I guess I, I can get into that once we start going over army lists and everything. Um, if you want me to just jump right in there. Well, yeah,
1: yep. man. I want to know. What did you take? Like, let's start with you. Cause like, let's get into it. Start you. with
0: me. All right. <laughs> so I got a little, so I have my points exactly. Uh, he built just his list. So I kind of have like a rough guesstimate of what he had, I got but, you. uh, for me, uh, running at two thousand points for HQ, I had Callus uh, Typhon leading the charge. All right. Classic Typhon. Um, so that was it for HQ. For uh, elites, I had I had a uh, Contemptor Mortis uh, with two Kiries. Oh, not two Carries, I'm sorry, two Twinling Glass Cannons uh, and oh, extra wow. armor. Yeah. You'll see why in a second. <laughs> um, then uh, in other elites, I think that was it. This is not the right piece of paper. Um, going off the top of my head, I believe that was all I had for elites. Okay. Um, troops uh, was then two, all right, two 20-man tactical squads, uh, both the sergeants with artifice your Armor, uh, power Sides and rad grenades. Um, okay. I guess it should so, be fair. So to you're say running
2: the reaping, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. probably should have started saying, with that. Yeah, okay. Got it. Got to love right. the reaping. Um so that was it for the troops. And then
1: Dang, no no support Fested.
0: squads. No support squads in the reaping? Oh yeah, I got I was going to leave them for heavy support, but um But yeah, okay. So I guess yeah, they are technically compulsory troops, or non-compulsory.
3: Yeah,
0: Um, ten man with missile launchers, uh, flat with flak missiles. uh, Sergeant with artificer armor, um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it for troops. And then down in the uh, heavy support slot, have a just a stock. uh, Yes, it's not very stock. A uh, vindicator
2: uh, okay.
0: with uh, oh, crap dozer blade, um, and then a Spartan with flare shield and multi melta up top. Just for that, I dig that it. one more. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, first time I've
1: ever seen a vindicator taken without the uh, machine spirit honor.
0: I couldn't find the points for it, and I knew. I knew I was kind of happy playing playing the the hot dog style. I'm going to use that from now. On. I'm going to I'm just going to yeah. steal that from you. <laughs> just just <laughs> um, close enough. But uh, but yeah, just I knew I knew when, once we were playing that that I, it wasn't going to be too big of a deal. So I, I think it ended up being okay. But uh, so yeah, so I believe I believe that was pretty much everything. Two thousand points, even of death card. So what was rolling in the sun? So,
1: did I? You said Spartan, right?
0: Yeah, Spartan. That was a that was one of the twenty man tactical squads, and Callus Typhon uh, was going to be in there, but he ended up uh, sitting outside turn one because I thought I was going to be able to drop his little chem bombardment and get that out of the way. Yeah, poison the Um, shit out of somebody. Yeah, and then he ended up not using it the entire game. (laughs) I just forgot. If I don't don't use it, turn blast. (laughs) If I if I don't do it turn one, I forget it. It's and and you'll see why I didn't use it on turn one once I once I go over his list. Um, so you just want me to jump it in yep. right into that? Yeah. yeah dude. Right. He, what was he taking? What did what did you see? So he was he said he was running uh, coils of the hydra, um, but he wasn't taking anything from any other legion. He just needed some of the uh, benefits from that. Uh, he said he was running uh, Armilus Dynat oh, a. Yeah, <laughs> a 10-man tactical squad uh, with the sergeant head, uh, bolt pistol, lightning claw, artificer armor, I think he said melt-a-bomb, and then they were in a Rhino with a uh, multi melta dozer blade. Okay. Um, then a 20-man tactical squad, uh, pretty much the same loadout, um, except because of coils of the hydra that everyone has to start embarked in something so he w- decided to take a storm eagle um with two las can the replace the missiles for las cannons multi melta yeah. and i think he had something else on there but it, it escapes me
2: did he take uh but infiltrate for his um legion rule yeah yeah he okay. did okay yeah, so the way so the way coils work, somebody pointed this out. Um, you either have to buy a dedicated transport or have infiltrate. So just being mounted in something doesn't matter. You either have oh, to okay. you either have to have the deep strike special rule, have the infiltrate special rule, or buy a dedicated transport. So you can't even like buy a land raider and then put guys in it. You're like, get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Kind of weird. So, it, but if he took infiltrate, then he's good to go by putting him in there. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because he also he also took uh, terminators, and I believe that it, the infiltrate also applies to them. Right. It's the whole okay. army. yep. Um, he should have so had yeah. a third
2: troop choice because coils requires three troop choices.
0: Um, this is where I think he may have gotten it wrong because I believe we checked it afterward. It says compulsory. Correct. Right. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, he didn't take okay. uh, a compulsory. He took a eight man uh, tactical support squad yep. with volkite, uh, coal, uh, not
2: calibers. Calibers, calibers. The, yeah, the, the heavy shot
0: heavies. Yep, yeah, the heavy ones. Yep. Okay. Uh, and those were also in a rhino, uh, multi-melta dozer blade. Okay. Um, a lot of then... people make
2: that mistake of where it says three troop choices. And they just think that the, it's any three troop, and they forget that it's compulsory. I see that a lot.
0: Yeah, we we noticed that after the fact, and they we were like, uh, it, was, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like it, Josh is like, I mean, that technically means I won, regardless of what <laughs> happened. But you know, it's cool. <laughs> anyway,
0: but uh, so then, other than that, he had uh, five Terminators, uh, two with two lightning claws. Uh, then the other three all had just power swords and one of them had a heavy flamer. Um, and then he saw something very cheeky in, in the book and he was like, I got to run this, uh, the land raider, I believe it's the Proteus with three twin link glass cannons.
2: Yep. The hole oh, cause yeah. you can take one on the hole.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, we so he was running it. that and yeah, so he, so they were inside there, um, Oh, what else am I missing? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he was running a Contemptor Dreadnought with uh, Plasma Cannon, Chain Fist, and Graviton Gun inside the fist. And then he was running, uh, what's that, uh, the not very good Dreadnought, the Cordis. Oh, yeah, Cordis is great. But, yeah, I can see where, yeah, yeah let's say the Contemptor well, the, knockoff. The debuffed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The debuffed one. So the yeah the Contemptor Cortis just with two fists nothing special on him I think they had both had extra armor um, okay and yeah I believe that was I believe that was his two thousand points and yeah. w- was did
1: the, the Contemptor and the Cortis were both uh, just just booking it just running they were
0: <laughs> they were <laughs> oh, nice all right all right I'm
1: sorry I'm jumping ahead of the story <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, that's the that's the two thousand uh, points of Alpha Legion. Uh, from there, we uh, went on ahead to roll off. Uh, it's either Dynat or Coils of the Hydra that gets the plus one to the roll. It's Coils. The Coils, yeah. So, so because of that rule, we tied four dice rolls before it finally uh, proved a, a different result, uh, and he ended up uh, winning. But wanted me to go first because uh, he felt confident enough that he could uh, seize the initiative. Um, what a boss. We were playing uh, we were playing objectives. We were playing just kind of like a little custom uh, mission. We uh, saw it somewhere. Um, it was like a, it was this mission called Fog of War, where basically um, like this huge artillery bombardment had just finished and there was just fog, dust, everything was kicked right. up into the air. And anything past 18 inches uh, got plus one to its cover save um, until turn four, I believe it was. And that's kind of like when the dust started settling and everything. There were uh, three objectives. Each worth three points. Uh, They were kind of right in the middle, but like uh, one in each uh, table quarter. Okay. So very evenly spaced out, kind of drew both armies right into the middle for good old 30k slugfest. Yes. Um, <laughs> the best kind of games. And, uh, so he let me, uh, set up, oh no, I'm sorry. I, I got it backwards. He deployed first. Yeah. He, he chose first turn, deployed everything. Um, the only thing he deployed were the two dreadnoughts, yep. <laughs> cause yeah. everything, everything else has else. infiltrate. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, this is great. Um, so I naturally, I just start <laughs> setting my stuff up on one side I had the Spartan with the 20 tacticals, uh, Callus Typhon, rape, uh, hiding like a little girl he is, um, oh, behind... <laughs> my Typhon has a reputation to uphold where he dies every game, so he was hiding. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
0: oh, I, had just, I just remembered something that happened in the game. Uh, one thing that he did also bring, sorry, kind of jumping backwards to uh, thing, he was running a saboteur. Just a stock saboteur. Sneaky a
1: sneaky yep, just sneeze.
0: a. just a you know with Dynats plus one when you're in the enemy deployment zone. And I knew,
1: was, yeah, oh, I knew smart. he was
0: yeah, I know he was exactly <laughs> exactly. So uh so yeah, on on one side I set up the Spartan, uh Typhon was hiding behind him, uh move over a bit, uh Sorry guys, I keep going back. I keep forgetting stuff I had in my list. Uh, oh, cool. I had a Leviathan.
1: <laughs> that's, there that's it is. Pretty... <laughs> I thought your list sounded a little light, to be honest with you.
0: And Leviathan uh, with everything under the sun: Volkite, Armored sar- Ceramite, uh, Phosphex Discharger, Graphlux Bombard, and Storm Cannon.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: That's what I always run them with. Um, so yeah, then that was of course set up right in the middle, just whichever way he needed to go, uh, set up the, uh, Contemptor Mortis right next to him with the, the one with the two, uh, last cannons. Uh, then right next to that was the 20 man tactical squad on foot. Um, uh, supported by the Vindicator who was hiding behind some buildings, uh, because I didn't want to have him out and have the chance of him seizing the initiative with those two multi-meltal rhinos and, uh, those three twinly glass cannons because yeah, I didn't know where they were going to be.
1: Dynat, too. That would fuck Yeah. Me. Yeah. That's <laughs> like just offering a, like sacrificial <laughs> tanks to, to the enemy if you have it out.
0: <laughs> yeah. He just infiltrates so, up and just boop.
2: <laughs> well, he's got to be in the deployment zone.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that was my saving grace for about a turn. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, so I had that and then there was a bastion, uh, in that happened to be in my deployment zone that offered a pretty good, uh, arc of fire. And I had my, uh, devast- or my heavy support squad up in there, um, just to kind of pick off targets as they came. Um, so then he, uh, then he counter deployed with all of his infiltrate, uh, put his surprisingly terminators with the, in the phobos on the opposite side of the, uh, uh spartan which i was kind of surprised with i mean i knew the terminators couldn't do anything to it but the three twin link cannons might have helped um then the in the raiding random... the spartan not the terminators but the his land raider proteus the with proteus the three twin links
2: yeah oh cannons. okay okay yeah 10-4 okay. yeah. but you had a flare shielded spartan right yeah <laughs> So he's, all he can do is glance it on sixes. So,
0: <laughs> so okay, so I can kind of see. He, he was probably trying to deploy on the other side, maybe try to get a side shot at it. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, then right in the middle, he put his uh, support squad, uh, infiltrated them up in the Rhino um, with Dynat. Dynat actually joined them inside the Rhino. Um, okay. And then on the side where my Spartan was, was the 10-man tactical squad. Uh, in a Rhino, and right behind them was the Contemptor Cordus, and then over by the uh, over by the Spartan was the uh, Contemptor, just with the plasma cannon and chain fist. Okay. Nice. So that was deployment. Um, I had first turn, unless he could seize the initiative. Uh, he did not seize the initiative, but he kind of put everything. So that turn one, I really didn't get to shoot it much. Um, so everything, turn one, basically everything moved up a bit. Uh, the I believe the Leviathan was able to start getting some pot shots off at the uh, tactical support squad, Rhino. Uh, put a hull point on there. Um, didn't do much other than that. And then... Yeah, pretty much everything moved up, and that was Death Guard turn one. Very, very uneventful. Um,
1: you just got to wait for them to come. That's, exactly. That's how, that's how your army sounds like it's made.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, that, that that's going back to the whole, I was waiting to drop that those pie plates from Typhon, and there was just nothing nothing there. So it was like, eh, I guess he'll just move up with the Spartan. Um, so Alpha Legion turn one. Everything came out. Uh, The Spartan drives around a building uh, and disgorges the five Terminators uh, about seven inches away from my 20-man tactical squad. Uh, And then the uh, tactical support squad in the Rhino disembarks right into the building uh, that the Rhino is parked up against uh, rolled very high and was able to get pretty much on top of the building.
3: Oh,
0: uh, and they kind of just sat there because there was an objective up there. Uh, it was kind of like this big, uh, landing pad. You'll see it when you look at the pictures, um, popped up there, uh, wasn't going to really do much because of course the, those Volkites being heavy were just kind of had to do their turn of movement before they could really do anything. Uh, then the 10-man tactical squad in the Rhino sh- uh, shifted forward, uh, shifted uh, to the side, trying to get out of uh, the line of sight of the approaching Spartan, because, I mean, that was yeah. just, no one wanted to see that coming. Uh, the Contemptor uh, with the plasma cannon moved up um, out of cover, uh, the Contender Cordis chose to add two inches to its run move this turn, uh, rolled for getting out of the building that he was hiding it in, rolled a six. Uh, and then it goes to the shooting phase where the Cordis appropriately decides to run. and of course he rolls a six, so eight inch run move. puts Holy him <laughs> puts him within three inches of my Spartan. Oh
3: wow.
0: So very, very close. And right next to the objective. Um, so very obvious threat priority right there. Luckily can't charge after you run. So I was kind of had a turn to, oh shit, <laughs> he was, yeah. He, <laughs> like this needs to be dealt with. So, um, so that was, so that was, uh, and then shooting phase, the, uh, the Proteus, last cannon Proteus, uh, shoots at, I believe, my uh, Contemptor, who uh, who stood still his turn, suffered a whole point, uh, didn't really do anything much. Um, I think a uh, couple of the Terminators took some pot shots at the Tacto Squad, killed like two of them. Um, and then it goes into the assault phase, and the Terminators decide to charge uh, into the 20 man Tactical Squad. I'm like, ah, it's cool. I got, you know, Overwatch. I've got rad grenades. I've got a power scythe in there. You know, my guys are good. They're solid.
1: 36 shots of Overwatch, man, because you lost two guys. So, like, yeah. Yeah. You got some shots coming in. So,
0: uh, Fire Overwatch, uh, has to make, oh, I was writing it down here somewhere. There it is. All right. Had to make eight saves. Eight saves. God, I, was like, I was like, all right. Maybe, you know, maybe I can, maybe I can plink one or two off passes all of them i was i was like uh oh, all right here it comes two two lightning claws and three power swords this isn't I gonna were, be I nice
1: impressed at the eight wounds you got off the the overwatch snap firing that, that's pretty impressive like <laughs> mathematically, so my dice, you came out on top on that one.
0: Oh, most definitely my my dice people joke in in uh, at my store they're the totally not loaded dice um <laughs> that everyone wants to use uh I just have really good luck with them in general. Uh, and you'll see that you'll see that in a bit, but, um, so the terminators charge in, uh, I obviously, I'm like, all right, my, uh, my power, uh, my power scythe sergeant issues a challenge. He accepted with his sergeant. Uh, the sergeant only had a power sword, so he wasn't able to get through his two up armor. They properly kill each other. Uh, then he goes to wipe Four or five more Marines out, past leadership, it's ongoing combat, uh, not able to kill any other Terminators besides the sergeant, which was unfortunate. Um, so that was pretty much game turn one. Uh, just a couple exchanges of uh, small arms fire, nothing Nothing too uh, too bad happened, uh, but Except it really starts kicking off. Beating the shit out of your... <laughs> <Magical squad. laughs> just. yeah it was and i had my vindicator like right behind him i was really hoping they would have break, uh broke and like run back that way my uh vindicator would have just been like oh hi thanks for showing up <laughs> <laughs> exactly and oh, uh, i hear you but uh was not to be and that ended the first game turn
2: are these terminators tartarus or
0: Cataphracti? uh they are Cataphracti. okay yeah, um, so going into Death Guard turn 2 um, the Vindicator uh, shuffled around to get a shot on the land raider, a clear line on the land raider um, the uh, Contemptor Mortis stood still since he was more than likely going to have that Storm Eagle come on uh, in his turn so he was uh, getting ready for that. Uh, all right, and here's where it gets good. All right, so uh, the Consumptor Cordus that was uh, basically jumped from cover into another building, kind of like a little debris um, next to the objective, and that's where he was hiding, which was three inches away from my like Spartan, but it was also like, I want to say, seven inches away from my Leviathan. Yeah. So... Leviathan is like, oh, I'm going to come say hi, too. Uh, and he moves around, uh, lines up his, just just draws a bead on him, and is like, all right, this is going to hurt, buddy. Um, the Spartan decides to move back a bit and turn to uh, try to get a shot off at the um, Cordis and at the other uh, tactical squad in the Rhino because uh, he could still kind of see him. Gotcha. So, a be there. Typhon uh, sitting with his dick hanging out like usual. Uh, <laughs> Just beating. Oh, an sorry, HQ I slot. don't. Being <laughs> slot, sorry, I don't know if I'm. If this is G rated, I'm, I'm no, not. No, not at
2: all. Uh, say say what you want, sir. Say what you want. <laughs> Talk about all of his <laughs> dick if you need to.
1: If you want to go into detail about his dick, if that's what you're wondering,
2: you're allowed to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, good! It's perfect time to bring out my fan. My mother, my mother-in-law
2: will be disappointed, but other than that,
1: let me bust out my fanfic real quick, guys. <laughs> since it's a safe place.
0: Typhon and the and the beautiful Emberish children. All right. Anyway, um, so Typhon just sits there. Uh, Spartan, Spartan moves around. Uh, comes to shooting phase. The uh, so the. Uh, Vindic- uh, Vindicator uh, drops his pie plate on the uh, Spartan, deals a glancing hit, so down to three. Um, you mean Land Raider, right? Land Raider, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, Proteus. Uh, uh, yeah, drops drops him down to three hull points. The, the uh, lo- uh, Mortis Contemptor uh, takes some pot shots at I believe the Rhino and kills it. I believe that was first blood. Um, and then the Spartan uh, takes a pot shot at the uh, Contemptor Cortis with one of its last cannons. Whiffs horribly. Uh, takes another shot at the um, Rhino. And because it was far enough behind, it was past that 18-inch uh, range, so he was getting oh, plus got, one to cover. Yeah. And uh, he was behind a building, so he had a three-up cover and passed it. Um, Super Rhino. (laughs) So nothing then uh, there, the uh, eight missile launchers up top decide to shoot into the tactical support squad sitting on the building right in front of them, (laughs) which I was surprised he put them there. Um, I think I only killed like two of them, He made a, a good amount of cover saves. Uh, and then we get to the Leviathan, and the Leviathan just wasn't having any of it. Um, he was saw everyone around him doing jack all, and he was like, you know what, time to up the tempo. Pours everything into the Contemptor Cordis, drops his uh, Grav Flux uh, Bombardment Burst, rolls triple sixes on the pin. <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, uh, rolls for the pin result and immobilizes it in its tracks. So, got this close combat contemptor, Cordus, that's just not going to do anything for the rest of the game. Um, and then he fired his, uh, I believe he fired the storm cannon and took another hull point off. So, drop, dropped him down to uh, one hull point uh, and immobilized him. So, Small victory, small victory there. Um, I felt pretty good. Uh, Went onto the, that was the rest of the shooting phase, I believe. Uh, And then it went back to the assault phase where uh, the tactical squad and the Terminator squad uh, continued to uh, duke it out with their fists and um, lost three or four more tacticals. And I took down a Terminator. (laughs) um worth it past uh no failed my morale uh fell back um didn't fall back off the board just fell back kind of towards this building uh and then his three remaining uh terminators kind of saw the uh I saw the uh vindicator and they were like oh shit let's space out guys let <laughs> <laughs> get some elbow room um so they spaced out they didn't really want to do too much then that was it for the assault phase uh turn to alpha legion as i expected the storm eagle came on um flew on point blank range next to the Leviathan. And I was like, ah, good run. <laughs> uh, and, uh, he, uh, so that he brought the, uh, storm Eagle in there. The land Raider kind of moved around to draw, um, get some cover, but kind of move up clo- closer towards the Vindicator. Um, the Contemptor with the plasma cannon started moving around, uh, with its uh, chain fist looking at the, uh, um, what was it? Uh, the Mortis Contemptor. Um, and then the Contemptor Cordis uh, sat there and cried and died a little inside. Uh, uh, Rhino moved up, uh, nothing much there. The tactical support squad stood still because they were about to shoot with uh, plus one ballistic skill from Dynat. No. Um there's another tragic story. Um, (laughs) So uh, after his movement uh, phase, I did the Contemptor Mortis. He did the um, Skyfire Interceptor on the... uh, Storm Eagle. Storm Eagle. With some last Uh,
1: cannons, dude. Tell me this went great. (laughs) Tell me this went great.
0: (laughs) So... I told him, I was like, they're two, two twinly class cannons. Do you want to jink? And he was like, nope, I'm good. And I was like, all right, about to pay for that. Rolled two ones. Go for the reroll. Roll one one and one two. And I was like, okay, one, one twinly last cannon. That's cool. You know, I can make this work go for the armor pin and roll a one. And I'm like, you have failed me. Dice failed me. So wasted shooting phase. Won't be able to shoot for next turn. So big disappointment there. Um, During his shooting phase, I believe he, uh, the uh, land Raider puts a hull point on the Vindicator. Uh, The Terminators, I believe, forgot to move forgot to shoot and they kind of just stood there. Um, then the plasma cannon contemptor, uh, put some shots into the, I believe it was the tactical squad. Um, uh, killed two more of them, which was just insult to injury. (laughs) Uh, then the, the, uh, The 10 guys in the Rhino decided to move up and disembark, uh, getting ready to try to hold on to the objective. Um, His saboteur came on, uh, came in right where I expected him to, right next to my Spartan, um, which was he did not see Typhon. He forgot Typhon was hiding behind the Spartan. Um, (laughs) And. uh, Trying to be um, all
1: sneaky, and you see py- Typhon's like checking the tire pressure and shit. It's like, oh,
0: oh there's, shit. there's actually a picture I took because when Typhon comes around the corner, and he was like, oh, fuck.
3: <laughs> <He was> like,
0: <laughs> so I have this picture of, of the saboteur like chilling right next to the corner, and Typhon just peeking his head around, like, what's up, mate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he rolls his, uh, for his damage on the Spartan. Cause he, he, that was a given, uh, immobilized it. So Spartan's going nowhere. Dang. Uh, oh, that's, um, uh, forgot. I, I gave it, um, uh, auxiliary drive. The one yep. on a six plus. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, so he had that and, um, later, uh, so he was kind of upset about that. He was like, I was really banking on blowing that thing up because he didn't really have much to deal with it.
1: Uh, You're like, and I was banking on blowing up that Storm Eagle. So
0: I guess, <laughs> yeah. guess we both be disappointed. <laughs> exactly. So um, he starts his uh, shooting phase. Everything's going pretty good for him. And then he gets to the Storm Eagle and he is like, all right that's a very nice leviathan pretty painted leviathan you have there'd it be a shame if someone were to melt it in the face and (laughs) then i kindly remind him that i paid for armored ceramite and continue to ruin his day (laughs) um so he just uh unloads everything the uh, multi melta and the three twin link las cannons uh take off two whole points um and that's pretty much it. Didn't do much. I, I don't think they really pinned. I think they were just two glances.
1: You just flip um, saving
0: like a boss or what? Just bam. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> you know <what> like. <laughs> not, not as much as I'd like, but uh, yeah, he did He did save a couple of them. Um, yeah, he saved one of them because uh, uh, of the multi-melta and two last cannons. Uh, and then the. Uh, tactical support squad up top with, uh, uh, Dynat, uh, decided to shoot at the heavy support squad. Uh, and he, uh, gave them the plus one ballistic skill had. Eight times, 16 strength, six AP five shots coming in at those guys. And I was like, oh, all right, well, here's, here's where it goes. And, um, surprisingly he deals, 14 wounds. Oh, wow. Deals 14 wounds and passed every single one
1: on three hey. up armor saves.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like, nah, dog. I'm shooting down that storm eagle with these missiles, son. Look, <laughs> they got a job to do.
0: So, um, So, yeah, nothing happened there. He was really upset with that. He was like, oh, that's not fair. That's just not fair.
1: Did you roll them um, one at a time, or did you roll like a batch 14?
0: Uh, I rolled them uh, three at a time because that's when it got to my sergeant with the two-up save. So I okay. was just rolling three, 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 three. Th- and, he, and by the third set, he was just like, stop, please stop.
1: Like, you got to be kidding. you got to be kidding at this point. <laughs> You're
0: just like, suck it,
1: suck it. <laughs> Good old sergeant.
0: Yeah. His armor
1: is like really dinged up now, but good lord, it did its <laughs> purpose.
0: So, uh, so, that was it for the shooting phase. A uh, couple glancing, everything's starting to lose hull points. Squads are getting depleted. Um, then I believe it rolls back around to Death Guard turn three. Um, and on this turn, the. The uh, Tactical Squad rallies, uh, and they kind of just chill where they're at, um, getting ready to just, uh, rapid fire into the nearby, uh, Terminators, and with help from the Vindicator dropping the pie plate, um, the Contemptor Mortis, knowing it can't do Jack all this turn, decides to run away from the other Contemptor with the Chain Fist, (laughs) um, the Leviathan, uh, I believe the Leviathan turns on the spot and tries to tries to take out the Storm Eagle because he's got nothing better to do. I should have just killed the Cordus, but he. Um, I thought, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> Spartan sat there for a turn. I I don't know why I didn't disgorge the. 20 tacticals, they decided to stand for another turn. Then Typhon comes around the corner to come say hi to the to the uh uh saboteur. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when he realized he was like, Well, that's just fucking great. That's 85 points gone. <laughs> he was like, You got your 85 points worth by immobilizing my Spartan. Be happy. <laughs> yeah. Um so that was movement, uh shooting uh traded some small arms fire with the uh, uh with the between the tactical squad and the terminators did nothing. Um the the Vindicator drops its pie plate on them, pass their invulnerable saves. Um uh that happened and then the missiles uh decide to shoot at the uh Storm Eagle and he's like yeah I'll jink <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll yeah. jink against 10 <laughs> um so he jinked uh was he outside of 18 inches he was and oh, shit sounds like a yeah one. 3 up jink and 3 three up jink and I think I only did one whole point and it was a glance so that was pretty much the shooting phase um the uh, leviathan as expected did nothing um <laughs> uh then it rolled oh and then uh assault uh, uh typhon uh, order uh, declared a charge against the um the saboteur and uh, i was like all right cool um you know you get to fight first because uh the power scythe is uh, neg one initiative um and he was like, oh, cool. And he was like, well, what do you have on him? <laughs> Bolt pistol, chain sword. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, man. Good luck. Uh, did absolutely nothing. Uh, and then Typhon just, thanks for playing. Like um, chopped his head off like a boss. Yeah, and then walked away. Just not like, ever fucking shoot at <laughs> my Spartan again, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then... Um, Tactical squad just sat there, uh, and then it rolled back around to Alpha Legion turn three. Um, the, uh, Terminators moving close, uh, get ready for a charge against the remaining of the, the, the remnants of that 20 man, what used to be the 20 man tactical squad. Uh, Spartan, I mean, the land raider Proteus moves up a bit, uh, starts trying to get some uh, shots off at the, uh, Retreating Vindicator, uh, the Contemptor chases after the, uh, other Contemptor, uh, Mort, uh, still sitting there doing nothing. Um, support squad, nothing, nothing really moved this turn other than the Terminators and the, uh, the, that side of the board, uh, the, those three units, um, shooting phase came, uh. The tactical sports squad gave another shot at the heavy weapon squad. And was able to kill two of them this time. So improvements. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see what else happened. Uh, took another whole point off of the the uh, the contemptor. Fired its uh, graviton gun in its, uh, and its fist. Was able to uh, um put another whole point on the contemptor. Uh last cannons on the Proteus brought the Vindicator down to one whole point. Uh, Terminators, uh, just shot off, uh, no, oh, they didn't shoot. That's right. They were just, they were just waiting to get the charge off. Um, so that was pretty much the shooting phase. Um, Oh no, I'm sorry. So the, uh, storm Eagle, uh, right. decides to, uh, Hey, I jinked last turn. I uh, got 20 guys in my ass. Um, drops down into hover uh, sweeps around right behind the Leviathan and drops 20 guys within like right at the base, pretty much of the uh, heavy weapon squad to kind of help with that. Okay. Um, and that's, they helped <laughs> No, That was the sad part. The 20 man tactical squad and the, uh, uh, the tactical support squad support. or and the tactical support squad. Okay. Yeah. All of their combined fire killed two. Killed two heavy weapons.
1: <laughs> Good
0: lord! <laughs> so it <man>. was. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just yeah. It was a bad day for for Alpha Legion. But Alpha Legion, we're holding two objectives right now. To Death Guard, holding none. Um. So that happened. The Storm Eagle decides to snapshoot right into the back of the Leviathan, and by some lucky rolls, I tell you. Um, two sixes with the twin link las cannons on the first roll, oh, uh, miss with the multi melta, um, causes the leviathan to go boom, and it goes boom because uh, it gets the bonus. It gets yeah. like the d three bonus to strength and radius. Range. Yeah, um, rolled rolled the three on both, and just small nuclear detonation in this small area uh, kill <laughs> no no I did uh, I did I was able to take two of the uh, of his tactical tacticals, uh, tacticals uh, with it so you know it was Leviathan for 270 or 300 what odd points I still need to play with it a bit more but I just love it it's it's a great it's a great model it's great rules but it just it just has this huge target on its back, and it's just like you're going to die first.
1: <laughs> he's got yeah, so, he's got to be uh, able to do work before he gets blown up. And it sounds like it, it really it sounds like you w- should have been able to take out that Cordis, but your your fire lane kind of got drawn away with that Snow Eagle coming in on your ass.
0: Exactly. And I just, as soon as I, as soon as I immobilized it because it was a close combat Cordis, I was just like, all right, cool. You can just sit there for the rest of the game. You're useless. Uh, yeah, you're useless. So I kind of just ignored it um, until about turn five or six. Um, Cause this game uh, in a bit takes, takes a pretty wild turn. So, um, uh, so that all happens. The storm Eagle drops down, everything shoots. Uh, the, <laughs> The Terminators need a three-inch charge to get into the, I think, seven-odd tacticals remaining. Um, okay. <laughs> double ones. No. So they were, they were around for another turn. And because they had stayed still there, uh, he knew some Fury of the Legion was coming his way. <laughs>
3: um,
0: oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. No, this is uh, before, before that all happened. He charged in. And I fired Overwatch. Right. Um, so you thought I was I had that really good Overwatch earlier? Scored another six wounds from Overwatch with uh, Gracious. with with fourteen shots because there was only seven guys left. Need to check so, the dice, mean, man. Like
3: those are
1: <laughs>
0: so loaded as dice. I'll br- I'll bring them the stiff. I'll let you I'll let you check them after <laughs> I play with them, of course. <laughs> after okay. the event, but um. And he rolls and he I kill two of the Terminators in Overwatch. So it's just this one Terminator left. And this Terminator this Terminator for the rest of the game is just the bane of my fucking existence.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What was he armed with? Was it just like a power fist terminator or what?
0: Two lightning claws. Oh shit. That's it. That's it. That's that's all he had. (laughs) And he proves to be the biggest pain in my ass. Um so that he fails the charge uh throws a little throws a little fit right there he was like that's fucking dumb <laughs> failed it by one inch um because literally any other result would have would have gotten him in. uh so that rolls back around to oh he uh the tactical squad that had been kind of just chilling there um Smoking, smoking some cigs, uh, saw could draw a couple bolters, could draw a line of sight on Typhon, took a couple shots, didn't do anything. Um, So that was pretty much the end of his turn three, four. I' uh, Getting the the turns a little mixed up. Um, Then it came back to me, uh, Fury of the Legion. Okay, so... Uh, the, the uh, Vindicator uh, was like, you know what? I don't have any other line of sight on anything. I'm just going to put my pie plate right on this uh, Terminator, which is three inches away from this tactical squad. Luckily, did not hit the tactical squad. Put it right on his face. Passes his invulnerable save. I'm like, okay, well, you know, good roll. Uh, <laughs> and I was like... I was like, okay, uh, uh, Tactical Squad, Fury of the Legion, you know, do all this. I think he had to – I took a picture of the dice that he rolled because he rolled it right next to him. This guy made nine – I want to say nine saves, two, just no. just two up saves right there. And, and he was three inches away, so I was like, oh, that's – all right, so they're dead now. <laughs> Because now next turn, he's just going to move him one inch <laughs> be like.
1: Yeah, dude, that dude right. took like a bunker buster around to the face. He's not going he to care about bolters.
0: <laughs> uh, then the, uh, so the um, <clears throat> Storm Eagle had dropped down, and I was like, all right, your number is fucking up. Uh, and my missile launchers were just like, I'm going to, I'm not going to shoot flak. I'm just going to shoot normal crack rounds That's right into the side of this. And, uh, deal one penetrating hit and it's an immobilization <laughs> oh, fuck. and, and I was like, and I was like, I was like, all right, all right, I can do that. I can do that because he, he, he has, he has no, his, his firing arc, he had nothing for the rest of the game. There's nothing he could shoot at. Um, then the, uh, the Mortis Contemptor, who is right behind the, uh, the Fire Raptor, is like, all right, my turn. Now that I can shoot again, uh, shoots up at him, um, uh, deals one penetrating hit. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, you know, let's see what I get. And I roll the dice, and it's another immobilization result. And if you're already immobilized, you take an additional hole point. Right. So... That, that killed him and that brought him down. Um, so that was the end of the fire raptor. Uh, Storm Eagle. yeah, Storm Eagle. I'm sorry, you're guys. Good. It's you're
1: good. Um, then he sent that Mortis back to sky
0: hunting school, though. <laughs> He's having a little trouble. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he was well, I mean, he. Uh, when you see the pictures, he's he's my death guard contemptor with two Volkai culverans. I just did some proxying, you know, he's last cannons oh, okay. this game. Um but uh the Spartan in the movement phase, backtracking a little bit, uh was able to roll his auxiliary drive and mm-hmm. was able to start moving again. So he starts kind of shifting around, you know, looking to take some pot shops here and there. Um then Typhon Typhon moves up to engage the tw- uh, the ten man tactical support squad. Um. Then I can't remember. Yeah, I think I think that was pretty much it. Not nothing much really happened in my shooting phase. Um, I think I put another glancing hit on the uh, the land raider from the Spartan. was able to get a was able to get like a just a really cheeky shot. Um, then it went to his turn, uh, where he promptly, uh, of the Legion. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Typhon rolls to get into close combat, uh, takes a wound in overwatch, um, and charges in kills. I think four of them, four of the 10 and they start running away. And he nice. starts uh, following them. Um, then it goes to his turn. Uh, he moves that uh, moves that uh, cataphracty terminator, um, right uh, one inch away, basically from from that tactical squad uh, who had just fury. So no Overwatch from them. Uh, the Contemptor, his Contemptor with the plasma cannon, chain fist charges in uh does some you know shooting bits charges into the mortis Contemptor, just absolutely destroys it because it only had one whole point left um the kills i think three more heavy support squad this turn from the combined fire of that 18 man tactical squad and the uh support squad um so they're they're still surviving up there uh the the guy, uh, the tactical squad that I just killed previously rally, um, but they kind of just chill where they're at cause they don't want to move any closer to Titan than they need to. Um, so I believe then it went to, uh, assaults. He, the Cataphracty charges in, uh, kills three of them, takes nothing in return and they promptly run off the board. Oh, fail their oh. leadership and roll off the board and then he consolidates over and uh yeah he uh he gave this guy he's he like i'm giving this guy a name he's he's the only person actually doing shit this game <laughs> so uh so that was that then that dude is a badass
1: vindicator shot to the face takes the fury of the legion then he goes rolls in kills 3 dudes makes an entire I mean I'd run from him too at that point if I saw him take all that and he's all bloody and shit and just like still try to chop my boys up I'd be like you know what I don't get paid enough to to fight this thing this fucking wolverine here I'm like watching him heal in front of me
0: nah okay, so uh so oh, okay, so this is the end of turn five I'm sorry I'm kind of I know I'm really uh, getting very confused on my turns and everything here so this was the turn five um, so if the game were to end right now, it would be a uh, alpha Legion victory. they hold two of the three objectives and uh, all I had going for me they have line breaker and I had yeah at first blood so go to, go to roll for, for uh turn six and we get turn six. So I'm like, cool. All right, here's, here's a chance to come back. Rush so, <laughs> so <died> the, tw- <laughs> the 20 man tactical squad that had been hiding in the Spartan, the whole game finally decides to make an appearance and they just dump out all over the objective, uh, holding that one for me. um, then the spartan uh i i look down the board towards the objective on the far side of the board and i'm like uh, oh his uh, terminator when he consolidated he consolidated backwards onto the objective which was Got gonna him. give him the the two so i was like i looked down there at the board and i was like i was like hang on a second and i get down on board level and i look across and i'm like so uh this uh quad last cannon battery can totally see your uh, terminator down there holding the objective <laughs> and he was like no don't you do it <laughs> and he was like I was like you still have faith in him buddy uh, uh so just lining up for that the uh vindicator drove uh drove off somewhere i think heading after the uh the plasma cannon contemptor which was a bad idea in hindsight.
1: Uh, then. I like how you said you uh, started heading off somewhere. Like it was a cat, like dying, you know, like <laughs> cats like cats leave you to go die somewhere. <laughs> like that's how the vindicator was like, okay, I have one whole point left. I'm going to go, I'm going to go die somewhere.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he was just, he was like on his last leg. There was a, there was a, a land raider, um, Land Raider, right there. That was just like, where are you going to go, buddy? That that's the reason I was trying to be very particular about where I was where I was going with him. Um. Then, so all that moved up. Typhon continued to move. Uh, continued to move after the ten man. Uh, the remnants of the ten-man tactical squad—I think there was only six left—jumps um, over this building, and it wasn't until after he pointed it out that I realized he, uh, the support squad, the tactical support squad, the land raider, and uh, yeah, and the land raider, uh, the Phobos with the three twinly glass cannons could all see Typhon. <laughs> oh shit! And I was like, "No!" Typhon's uh, Typhon's down to three wounds right now. Um, or I think he was at three wounds. I think he has three wounds to begin with. Um, I can tell you. I can tell you right now. Y- yeah, you could tell me because I, 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 I. Yeah, he's got. Three I wounds wanted, to start out with. He he has three wounds to start with. Um, also, no, he, so he didn't lose a wound to to Overwatch because. Something crazy happens. Um, so he's just sitting there, and he's like, well, crap. Uh, tries to, instead of shooting them and charging into them, he I decide to try to run him back, try to get him behind the building again. And I roll one. <laughs> so obviously not enough. Stupid witch boy. Yeah. Uh, so... Some shooting goes on. Not much really happens except for the Spartan takes that million-dollar shot across the map and kills the Terminator. Finally, finally kills him. Damn, that's so a VP in so far, man. That's Spartan. <laughs> um, so that was pretty much it. Rolls around to his turn. The Contemptor moves back back, uh, his Contemptor with the chain fist moves back, uh, kills the, kills the Leviathan. Um, or, I'm sorry, kills the, uh, Vindicator. Uh, and then the, of course I knew it was going to happen. The, the land Raider and the tactical sports squad just unload into Typhon, uh, and bring him down to one wound and just a Tight butthole right there. Tight butthole moment. Um, <laughs>
1: so close to having a
0: warlord side. <laughs> Um, And then the uh, kills, I think, one more of the heavy weapon squad up top. So they're down to, I think, like six or five guys left. Um, and that is the end of his turn. So if the game were to end right now, it would be a draw. And I was like, you know what? This is cool. I'm perfectly fine with this outcome. And so we roll, cause we were playing variable uh, game length, roll for a turn seven and we got a turn seven. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so goes back to me. I, promptly see the contemptor coming after my big 20 man tactical squad holding onto the objective. So I send the Spartan. Just ram it shield. Out? Shield me, Squire. Send him in just to block block his path from from the tacticals. Um and uh maybe take some pot shots at uh Dynat and uh Typhon uh, rolls to get back behind the building gets back behind the building he's safe there's uh, just, I just uh, I was he he uh, my typhon has a very a very uh, he has a reputation where no matter what he always dies every game and he could be alive turn four turn five comes around and here comes just a single crack missile out of nowhere and it kills him
1: <laughs> um, he makes it all the way to turn seven somehow. <laughs> exactly. He <laughs> manages to find a way to go, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so makes it behind the building. I think he's safe for now. And um, then I think that's pretty much all the movement. Uh, key shooting turn, uh, last last turn shooting, the missile launchers decide to shoot into our Milis Dynat squad. And um, kill the remaining tactical support squad on that were holding the objective, so now he is no longer uh holding that objective. Um, perfect Perfect. because just Dynat is up there, and I think I take another (laughs) whole point. Dynat
1: doesn't know how to control objectives,
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh. Yeah, and then the Spartan just I think takes a pot shot at the Contemptor. Doesn't I think maybe takes a whole point off, um, and then I'm like, all right, that's that's my deal. You know, you know, do what you're gonna do, <laughs> uh, and just uh, tries everything in his damnest to get th- through that Spartan and get over to the tacticals. Um, isn't able to make it. And so at the very end of turn seven, uh, death guard victory right at the end.
1: That's so bad. Like, I like how you had like this bodyguard Spartan protecting your boys. (laughs) No, 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 sir, sir, please, please ID. I need some sort of ID.
0: (laughs) So, uh, so that was it. That was, it was a crazy game. It was, it it was going to be an alpha legion victory, uh, went on for a turn, was gonna end in a draw, and then ended it somehow ended in a death guard victory. And it was that's it. That, that was the game. You so pulled it
1: out, dude. You, you <laughs> definitely pulled it out.
0: That uh, it was blessed, blessed by the higher powers, man. Sounds Nerva like get, was looking at
1: like, how how do you feel about that grab flux bombard? Like we were actually just talking about it before we we called you. And we were talking about Gra- Graflux Bombard for, like, Zomortalis and stuff like that. Like, How would you like it on your Leviathan?
0: I loved it. Um, so he, he was able to use it a couple times during the game. And that 3D6 for armor penetration, since it's already at AP2, um, right. is, that's just amazing. So, and I mean, the, uh, even when just, like, targeting infantry, uh, I've used it in several games against infantry. And it just calls infantry, like, nobody's business. Um, I was actually playing a game a couple, couple months ago against, uh, the, uh, one of our other players who is a world eaters player and he has a lot of world eaters. Uh, and I was able to get three jet bikes and I think five or six tacticals under this blast marker. And I killed two jet bikes. And I think all of the tacticals that were under it with this single grab flux bombard and just one shot. That's from one arm, and then the other arm was the storm cannon, and it just. And I, and I think it killed like five more tacticals. And so I killed the tact. I killed a full tactical squad, the remnants of a tactical squad, and uh, brought a jet bike down to one one guy left in the squad. And then that jet bike just runs away. Dang, that's so. I I love it. Uh, I want to see. I want to see. Uh, I would. I would love to see a game with two of those arms in zone Mortalis. That would just be brutal to me.
1: I oh, Can't imagine much making it out. <laughs>
0: Something like that. Oh, it'd be. It'd be beautiful.
1: How does How does shred work when you have to take a strength? It test? doesn't. No, okay. It doesn't. I had to look at Ryan. <laughs> it's like, hey, Ryan, <laughs> do you have to like reroll. Like pass strength oh. test or something?
2: Shred, Shred specifically says re-roll, failed rolls to wound, and it doesn't roll to wound. So oh, okay.
1: So, Josh, man, if you could take one thing from this game that you learned that you could
0: tell everybody, what would that one thing be? Fuck eye terminators. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them so much.
1: <laughs> There's that 4-up save doesn't play, man. It's so good. No.
0: I, you know, and I, I never thought, you know, when originally reading the rules getting into it, I was like, you know, yeah, it goes from a 5-up to a 4-up. That's not too much. It's a 50-50 shot. You know, that's not going to come into play all that often. A lot more than I would have thought. A lot more.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. That's the same way I feel about the Leviathan, man. When you compare a Leviathan to a Contemptor, it's like Tatars and Cataphracty, man. 4-up <laughs> versus 5-up. <five> like, <laughs> One of them's gonna definitely. be hardier.
0: But definitely, yeah.
1: Sounds good, dude. I wish that Vindicator would have done a little bit more work, but I get it, man. It sounds like that Proteus was out for blood.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that Proteus wasn't having any of it. <laughs> well, dude,
1: I appreciate you coming on the show and telling us about your bat rap, dude. Very cool. Like I got to envision all of that throughout the entire time
0: oh thank you for having me man
1: you have any shout outs or anything you want to you want to throw out or maybe your local game club or local gaming group? oh
0: yeah so uh we're up here in uh tyler texas uh about an hour and a half east of dallas and we've got this uh we've got a really cool group uh the place called ground zero comics uh they're on facebook and uh got a pretty good uh, 30k group growing uh i was the only person locally playing 30k and uh, I was able to uh, be the Forge World cheerleader here, and I we now have a group of about eight or ten people Good playing 30K God. up here now. Cool. Good job, so, Josh. Getting people hard for heresy and wet for the War Master. It's what I do.
1: <laughs> keep, keep that horse, Heresy, hand strong, bro. <laughs> Badass, <laughs> man.
0: But, yeah. So uh, I'll send you all those pictures so, uh, so y'all can throw them up there and people can see the... Uh, Oh, that that's one of the things I was going to tell y'all. Sorry if I'm taking up a bunch of y'all's time. Um, very good. But uh, the Alpha Legion Army, he's hes very new. Um, he only has, I think, five Marines actually painted. That's uh, fine. So he had to borrow a lot of my stuff, and I collect several different Legions. So it was very Alpha Legion-y because you had an Alpha Legion tactical squad riding in an Emperor's Children Rhino. You had a Salamander's tactical support squad riding in I think a Dark Angels Rhino and then Sons of Horus twenty man tactical squad and a Sons of Horus Storm Eagle.
3: <laughs> that's
1: okay. That's how Alpha Legion rolls, man. They don't give a fuck. Like they so, that's how they throw you off. You're like, what the fuck is going on? What are you like, what's happening right now? <laughs> that's why Death but, Guard yeah. got all sorts of thrown off. But but yeah. Sounds good, man. We'll post those pictures up. We appreciate you coming on, bro. Oh and, thank uh, you
0: for having me guys. Thanks, Josh. All right, y'all. Good
2: night, man. Later, man.
0: This has been a broadcast from Radio Free Islam.
3: Fight on, brothers, for the Imperium.
0: The
1: Emperor protects.
0: Hello.